0: That's
1: who. What in the hell do you think you are doing? Hey, John
2: Boy. I'm telling you straight. It's my way or the highway. So anybody wants to walk, do it now.
3: Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get laid! (laughs)
2: Get it picked up! It's Darius Leonard! A pick six for the Maniac! Touchdown,
4: INDY!
2: Yes, sir!
4: Uh, oh, what a dick! Double time! Miles Turner! Yeah!
2: Wow. John? I have never been better to be on the air with you here in Indianapolis, a place where so many of my dreams have come true. The Ride with JMV on 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan.
0: Hey, welcome to Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino in Anderson. Well, somebody, because I'm a bit forgetful at times, it's weird, right? Because I have this incredible memory. Like vividly remember what's happened 35 years ago, what's happened to me 40 years ago, what's happened around me. But sometimes I can't remember what the hell was going on this morning. And so before the plane took off for Buffalo, I was talking to Rick Venturi. And Rick said, you know what? It's so unfortunate that the Colts game is scheduled for tomorrow and I got to get on a flight to go to Buffalo because normally I would be at the Dan patch stakes up at Harris Hoosier park racing and casino with Anderson today. But he said, Hey, you know what? I got a thought for you right here. How about a little bit of something, something on, um, what is it? Uh, I think it's little rocket man, little rocket man. So little rocket man is the horse so a little bit later on and this is going to be a thought from rick venturi i'm going to go with little rocket man so if you guys wouldn't mind remind me of that before I end up bailing out of here. In fact, I think I'm going to do a lap or two coming up a little bit later on as well. So I'm going to be busy here. I want you guys to join us. Madison County, come on out because I would love to see you at Harris Hoosier Park. The Dan Pat Stakes coming up. And this is one hell of a big day. It's just now getting started. Tony Renz will join us a little bit later on. I'm sure we'll talk about that, among other things, with Tony. Uh, Emily Gaskin is going to join us, too. She does all the stuff as far as the television feeds and the breakdown. She's going to join us coming up a little bit later on, too. And, of course, one of the reasons why Rick and I were talking this morning was with regard to what is going to be the first preseason game coming up tomorrow afternoon. That's a 1 o'clock start in Buffalo for you. And 10 a.m. with me and the pregame coverage right here on the fan. Again, me, Bill Brooks, and the Gorman, who also, if they get on the ground in Buffalo, they're still on the air right now, but if they get on the ground in Buffalo, Gorman, is going to jump on here, I think, coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, at least late in the 5 o'clock hour. So uh, we'll do that coming up a little bit later on as well. Um, I, listen, C.J. Stroud, I, <laughs> get ready. Get ready to have more than likely some similar stats. What was it last night? Two of four, 13 yards, uh, got sacked. Got sacked was uh, bum-rushed a couple of different times. I think had a quarterback rating in that first preseason game of 17. I don't know how much that the quarter will entail for Anthony Richardson coming up tomorrow afternoon, but I frankly hope that it's a lot of plays. And I also hope it doesn't go down a lot like it did a year ago at about this time when this offensive line looked terrible. I mean, I I wish – and I know that, again, it doesn't matter what happens – as far as the final score. But you would like to get some things that are feel-good out of your guy. I'll give you a great example with the Texans and their rookie quarterback. There's probably more of a feeling right now, and again, this is just after one preseason game, right? But we said that last year about the Colts' offensive line, and that ended up being the norm for the remainder of the season. Now, they were trying to protect a statue, um, the slow-footedist, statue in the history of slow-footedness. But Davis Mills and Case Keenum certainly because their veterans looked a lot better I bet to the conversation in Houston is you know what? Let this guy just come along. Let him come along at his own pace. If he isn't ready it's okay. Everything's going to be okay. There's no hurry. There's no rush. And here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to listen to any of that crap if that's what people are talking about tomorrow. None of it. Let him take lumps like what you saw with C.J. Stroud. And if the passer rating doesn't work, if there's a struggle, if he throws it to the wrong team, if he throws it 10 yards over his intended receiver's head, let's go ahead and live with that for a bit. Let's go ahead and live with that. Remember, you lived with the offensive line a year ago, and I know this is drastically different. That's a veteran crew. They turned out to be exactly what they were in that preseason game in Buffalo. But don't let anybody try to tell you that it's okay. It's let him go at his own pace. Let him learn on the job. And that's exactly what he is going to do. And again, I don't know how much a quarter play wise will entail, but I hope that the Colts have the ball a great deal, which I guess would mean that if they do, uh, he's sustaining some drives, and then that's really going to be a feel good. And I also would remind you of this that is not at all my expectation, but I would remind you that even if he just goes above and beyond your expectations, in this preseason game tomorrow, that you, much like those that would suggest he needs a little bit more time, you know what? Don't rush it. Much like those folks, don't go overboard on this. Don't go overboard. Let this guy mature with the -the on-the-job training that we're going to see. Really, nothing else matters I know, I sound like Metallica right there. Nothing else matters other than his maturation and learning experience. The only thing that should be able, and you don't want to see that whatsoever, the only thing that should be able to derail that is an injury. And you don't want to see it. But you do want to see him. Well, wait a minute, JNV, I'm really scared. If he's out there too much, what happens if he gets injured? I don't know what to tell you with that. I don't know what to tell you, and we've been down this path before, and normally, if it's the worst-case scenario, it happens here. Normally, if it's the worst-case scenario, it happens to your favorite team, Colts fans. I wish I could sh- share some incredible knowledge, and I could Miyagi you right now and say, hey, you know what? Again, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, no injuries, everything's going to be great. Uh, I would never do that for you because we have a past experience where we know that that doesn't hold true. That's what you want to hang away from. If it's a high level of inefficiency, then so be it. But you've got to let this dude learn, and this is the best way. I know people say all the time, there have been moments, right? There have been moments in camp where he has looked really good, and I have to remind those folks out there that, well, he is playing against the Colts' defense. So this is good. He's playing against somebody else, somebody else's defense. You know, even if Buffalo doesn't have all their ones out there defensively, you know, getting others that are going to come hard at him, again, that is a good thing. Good things. So you don't let anybody talk. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, C.J. You see C.J. Stroud. I mean, and then you see Case Keenum and Davis Mills. I am certain. I haven't listened to Houston radio, and I'm not about to. But I am certain that is the type of conversation they're having down there. Because keep in mind what Houston did in the off season with free agency is they certainly – Oh, did you just – I did. I was... you got to do this on camera over there. No, the camera's not turned around. Can you do it behind me? Hey, we're, we got uh, – come on over here. We got special effects happening on inside the lounge video YouTube Live. Give me that special effect you did right there. Oh, look. You know what? You're going to be a big winner today. I can tell. You're a big winner for doing that on my YouTube feed. It's your birthday? Well, happy birthday. For your birthday, can you guys buy me a bunch of drinks and come on over for your birthday? All right? Well, happy birthday to you. That's exactly what we need right there, right? A little special effects in the background. Yeah, only a couple million people see that. It's okay. Yeah, that's okay. You're a superstar right now. Harris... Hoosier Park is racing a casino in Anderson. Already off to a good start. I told you this is incredibly important. All right, I didn't get a bookmark. Where was I right there? Um, regarding the Colts, too, um, you want to see him against others, not of of your own. That's what you want to see. And that's what you're going to see. And again, I don't know how many plays. People are asking me how many plays to expect. I, I'm not sure. I guess it, it just comes down to. You know, ultimately, how many, uh, how many, how much are they out there? You know, if they sustain drives. And, and again, I guess the more plays that he gets in this case, the more plays he gets, it would seem that maybe things are going okay. Unless there's like three and out and three and out and three and out. And then you're done and you go to Gardner garden and but it's kind of interesting. All right, so I did a JMV Reels Rules a little bit earlier. That's a video I put it up at JMV 1070. Also a 107.5, the fan is where you can find that. I've got three questions and one to grow on. One of the questions would be, outside of that of Anthony Richardson, what else interests you about tomorrow? I was telling Olivia because she works at 59. She's a, a member of the staff at NextStar. Uh, the problem with Next Star for us right now, and I love Next Star too because I go on every Sunday night with Chris Hagen. Part of the issue, though, if you're AT and T and Direct TV related, you are not getting a signal that you can watch from Next Star stations right now because they're having a squabble, a contract beef. It's like Jonathan Taylor and the Colts right now, and they, they haven't been able to come together. And we're kind of waiting on that. And I mentioned this yesterday. I don't know how you could end up doing it, and I don't know how skewed it may be because the TV viewership is going to be out of the equation here, but I would have to suggest that with all that is going on this weekend, with that 1 o'clock start tomorrow, and in particular that first quarter, however many plays, however many series it may be for Anthony Richardson, this may be among the most watched portions of a Colts preseason game that we've ever seen. Same holds true for the radio version, which, of course, will be right here. I'm assuming that's going to be the case because, as I've always said, there is a great unknown. There is no doubt you had quarterbacks, certainly with more of a pedigree coming out of college that people were incredibly excited about. You've seen Peyton Manning. You've seen Andrew Luck. But there was more of a we-know-what's-going-on-here type of thing. We know what's happening here. You know, you understood what you were getting. You really don't know what you're going to get. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. To see you, you guys remember that that uh, old game show? This is really, I know Olivia doesn't and Cam doesn't here. If you're an old fart like me, if you remember that game show, Let's Make a Deal, it wasn't one of my favorites. I wasn't the biggest Monty Hall guy in the world. But if you remember it, oftentimes the contestants chose to go... You remember it? Okay. Well, I think they do another version now, right, with Wayne Brady or something like that. Anyway, the contestants are able to choose what is behind one of the three doors. And that's kind of what you're doing right now. I mean, you, you want the best out of what's behind door number one, but you don't know what you're going to get here. You don't know what you're going to get. And I know a lot of you, too, whenever you see this guy play, you want to be able to justify that selection at number four for your favorite team. You know, I was talking to Rick Venturi, as I mentioned a little bit earlier today, and I told him, you know, it's funny. We live in a world now where everybody thinks that, you know, you got to go all out and it's a big rip job all the time. And, you know, everybody's going to have a harsh opinion on everybody else. And it really does span the gamut as far as radio especially is concerned from politics to news to sports. And, you know, people always say, you you just get off being negative about the Colts. And I always remind them, no, I don't get off being negative about the Colts. It's just the position in which you're placed. I want them to play well because that helps us out. That helps me out. You are more interested, more devoted, more entrenched, more involved in what the Colts are doing when they're winning that's when you really love it now with the consistent criticism you kind of bail on that after a while and that's always been the case around here you go three hours of nothing but negative you guys get sick and tired of hearing about it i'm sure and i don't blame you so not only do you have that but there's also just a wearing out factor in general i mean the numbers are better for us when you guys are excited about the product now, if it's three hours of nothing but Ballard can't do this, and look what he built, and you know Jim Mercer is meddling, and it's all this negativity, look what they did at number four, that's not going to work. It not only not only brings you down, but it, it, it makes you bail. You get kind of tired of it. You know, I'm sick of this. So I was talking to Rick Venturi this morning, and I said, yeah, I mean, it would be great if they would be ahead of schedule right here. Because you guys deserve that. You guys are owed that. There have been a number of years where especially Jim Irsay has come out and said, hey, this is what you guys are going to get. This is what you guys are going to get. And you're going to come to understand that this is what we're going to be regarding an organization now unfortunately that's not what you got and unfortunately you believe what you're getting regarding an organization is one like we witnessed a year ago or one like we witnessed down the stretch in those final two games and that dysfunction going into the offseason the year before last or one where the quarterback and the owner are certainly not on the same page You know, one where the former head coach sells the owner on the quarterback when he wasn't on the same page, sells him, season goes okay until Christmas night and then falls apart after that. And the owner on the flight home from Jacksonville wants to punt The quarterback right then and right there. This is all the stuff that you're used to. Hiring the guy off the set of ESPN. Having the owner swoop in and put Sam Ellinger in instead of Matt Ryan. I mean, all this stuff that you're used to. And now you're getting used to it with this whole situation, this saga between running back and ownership. At some point, it does need to be the focus about the team. And to do that is to give you a reason not to focus in on the other crap. You have a reason tomorrow to start watching this because, again, there's a mystery, there's a question regarding the rookie quarterback here of your favorite team. But bits and pieces will allow you to feel good and maybe as good as you felt about this situation around here in a while do i expect that no because this is going to be one of the greatest all-time roller coaster rides this is like the beast in king's island in 1992 right here i mean you're going to be going all over the place taking those corners the wood's going to be shaking on that bad boy it's going to be exactly like that But you just want to see bits and pieces of what you hope that your rookie, inexperienced quarterback can be in the future. That's what you're looking for coming up tomorrow. And as I mentioned, too, some of the other things... Like in the JMV Reels rule question I put up at JMV 1070 and a 107.5 The Fan on their Twitter account. The other question is, all right, so what about these things we haven't talked about? We've talked about the soap opera with the running back. We've talked about the outlook for the quarterback, the expectation for the quarterback, what you want to see from the quarterback, and how you want to see him utilized in his first preseason game. But we haven't talked about all those other aspects. Now, we haven't talked about what, what you expect from the line. They haven't talked about what you expect from the secondary. They haven't really talked about it other than Shaquille Leonard about, a lot about the linebacker. There are so many other things going on, but all that takes a back seat to where we are right now. And it starts with the quarterback... And I know that in Houston right now they're talking about, oh, man, C.J. Stroud. you got to wait on this. It's going to be a little bit. Let him go. Give him time. Look at the numbers Mills and Keenum put, put up in this case. I think both went uh, 9 of 12, 9 of 14. But don't let anybody talk you out of it. Let this guy take his lumps here. Hopefully he has some moments where you believe, but let this guy, and again, hopefully without injury, take his lumps moving forward. All right, so we can talk about that. If you guys like it, two three nine ten seventy. 1070 I would love. Absolutely love to have you call, in if you want. I'd love to see you up here. Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino. It is in Anderson. We got the Dan Pat Stakes coming up a little bit later on. We got other stuff happening, too. I mentioned last night you had a couple of games. Kareem Hunt, who inexplicably, even if you need a camp body and running back, was brought in here and nationally reportedly offered a deal. Where the two sides did not come together, he jetted out of town. Apparently, he is going to do a run through with the Minnesota Vikings. So that news from a little bit earlier today as well. And you've got a laundry list of games coming up later on tonight. I don't know how much time Jordan loves getting with Green Bay. I mentioned that because Olivia is a big Bengals fan right here. Oh, these six o'clock starts right, or is it seven? Like starting- uh, that's why okay so coverage starts at six i think these are all seven and seven thirty starts but you got a ton of preseason games coming up later on tonight of which we will discuss coming up a little bit later on the high school season i would guess is officially underway bob lovell indiana sports talk hi there going to join us coming up at the bottom of the hour number 30 is the year for a good friend bob lovell Bob Lovell joins me coming up at the bottom of the hour. Pat Sullivan, Sullivan Hardware and Garden. Hashtag Ask Pat. We've got free Yeti to give away coming up at 4. Pat Sullivan's going to join us here again. Your questions with hashtag Ask Pat. You do that right now. Get them in. I'll read them. And if James back at the studio picks you, then you are going to win some free Yeti. There's Tony Renz in the house. We'll speak with him coming up in just a little bit. Bob Kravitz is going to join us coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. We'll talk about this game, a lot of other things going on around here and uh yeah don't forget i think maybe gorman in the five o'clock hour you know i mentioned too you got racing going on at ims tonight reason why i know this so blake is going to the truck series in the arca race at raceway park tonight uh, with our good friend brian near who is the best insurance agent on the planet brian near indiana farm bureau insurance you can check him out the absolute best. But they're going over to Raceway Park to watch those two races tonight. And then you got racing coming up tomorrow as well you got racing with the Xfinity Series. Graham Rahal on the pole for IndyCar coming up tomorrow, too. And then the Cup Series is coming at you on Sunday. So is there a lot happening at an IMS? We'll talk about that over the course of the afternoon as well. And, again, Bob Kravitz is going to join us coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. We've got Luke Bryan tickets for the final day this week coming at you a little bit later on. You can listen to win those. And we also, is, is today, Harris Hoosier Park Race of the Day, right? One more time, James, correct? Yeah. One more time. Is that tweet out there right now? It's already out. All right. The tweet is up the tweet is out the harris Hoosier park race of the day coming straight at you a little bit later on couldn't at you 50 50 in betting and dining courtesy of where i am right now harris Hoosier park racing and casino it is right here in anderson again i've retweeted it you can find it and make sure you retweet it as well and james will get some folks in that it represents with the horses and we'll get a winner of 50-50 in bedding and dining from Harris Hoosier Park here in Anderson. I just also wanted to mention this. Um, They made that announcement this morning on the morning show. That was at 9 a.m. and Jake Query not only friend of this show, but a long time 20 plus year friend of mine is moving to the middays from noon until three. I'm assuming most of you are probably probably already heard the news, read the news, something like that. But that is going to be awesome for Jake. He is going to noon and Kevin Bowen is going to stay in the morning from seven until 10 a.m. And Kev is going to be joined by Andy Sweeney. Andy Sweeney, and I I think I met Andy. uh, Doug Wigand would have to tell me exactly when that was. I can't remember if that's when I was in Houston. I think I was in Houston. Was I in Houston twice, I think? Maybe when I was in, I can't remember exactly. Maybe it was San Antonio. But it was for a Final Four. It was for a Final Four, and I met the guys from ESPN and Louisville. Um, and among them was Andy Sweeney. And Andy Sweeney is a really good dude. Heads up guy. Fantastic host. You guys are going to love him. He is going to fit right in. Especially with Kevin. He certainly knows a great deal about what's going on in and around what you care about here. Southern Indiana. Now, not the southern Indiana where I'm from. He's Sellersburg, Jeffersonville. What is that, Clark County down there? I believe is what what he is or where he was he's moving up here but obviously did radio for a long period of time down in louisville but uh, we had met and he is a really good dude and you're going to like that a great deal but i did want to give a shout out because the past two years i think both kevin and jake have done a fantastic job with the morning show and let me tell you that's hard That is hard in this market because you've got, I mean, sports is still a niche. And you've got incredibly well-established morning shows in this market. You know, both inside our building. You know, you got Tony, for example, down on four. And then outside our building, if you're talking about Bob and Tom, you know, basically since the mid-1980s, a smiley. Uh, from whenever Smiley got here. I mean, you have, you know, Sean in the morning on B. I mean, you have some really heavy-hitting competition, and I felt, and I listen all the time because I'm up, Much uh, not like Jake in this case, but I'm up and listening in the mornings, basically every morning, and I thought that both of them did an absolute outstanding job in the past two years, and I want to give a tip of the cap to them, but I'm also very excited on the future for both. So the future morning show is Kevin Bowen and Andy Sweeney, and coming up at noon is Jake Query. So we may end up having to reestablish the crossover conversation. It's funny. If any of you guys remember, we, we we at one point in time when I first started, when I first started in the building with the fan, we would do crossover conversations. And I barely am able to make that plural because I think it lasts literally for two shows. So I had... I think I had a crossover conversation twice, and then the second one, as you can imagine, went all haywire, and there was no more crossover conversations. So I'm assuming we end up getting that at some point back. But I'm really excited, seriously. I'm really excited about the future of the station, the future of the morning show and the midday show, but I also wanted to give a tip of the cap to the past. I I felt that both Kevin and Jake have done such an incredibly fantastic job. Um, in what they have done in the two years with that morning show. Because again, that is not an easy thing whatsoever to do. So guys, job well done and we add Andy Sweeney to the mix and we move further down the road and I'm going to tell you what, we'll get you excited with the conversation here, but you really get excited with the conversation when your favorite teams win. Right? Well, That's the thing. And we don't have a lot to do with that. So it'd be nice, Especially with the Colts. You're feeling good about the Pacers. It'd be nice, especially with the Colts, if that process were to be expedited just a tad. He sits behind me. Tony Wren going to join us coming up a little bit later on as well. Hashtag AskPat. That's Sullivan Hardware and Garden. Pat Sullivan, free Yeti. If we read your question and James picks you at JMV 1070 again, your questions can be sent. Hashtag AskPat. Bob Kravitz coming up at the 5 o'clock hour. Luke Bryan tickets we got coming up for you too in a Harris Hoosier Park race of the day. Dan Pat Stakes coming up. I'll be live down there even after the show. We'll talk about that. I think Emily's going to join us up here as well. But on the other side, season number 30 for the legendary Bob Lovell. Bob Lovell, some high school, which is just about ready to get underway football-wise, and then some. Bob Lovell's going to join us coming up on the other side. Dan Pat Stakes, that's what we're here for, And we're at Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino in Anderson on a Friday. Olivia, Cam, JMV, James back at the studio. The stream, the app. You've already seen what's happened on the stream. So I should say inside the lounge via YouTube Live, which is pretty choice right there. The stream, the app, HD Radio at 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Back with you next.
5: Whether it's audiobooks or all time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you.
2: The Ride with JMV. It's Jim Pamry now. Talk to him, damn it. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan.
0: Hey, welcome back. Tony Wren's going to join me in a second. Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino. And Anderson, you're okay right now. He's in the bullpen hanging out right here. That's where we are at Anderson. Pat Sullivan, top of the hour. Hashtag ass Bob Kravitz going to be here coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Um, is that uh, Third Eye Blind right there? Yes, it is. Oh, is that Jumper. Uh, I think so. That's a true story. Of the 90s bands out there, Third Eye Blind is like one of my least favorites. Is that fair or unfair? I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, pretty fair. Thank you, James. Speaking of fair, 30 years of being fair and impartial and to the point. Friend of this show, got Indiana Sports Talk tonight, tomorrow night, coming straight at you. Bob Lovell joins us now. Hello, Bob. Hey, John, how are you? 30 stinking years. It's amazing right there. 30 <laughs> years. How did it feel to get back in the swing of things, Bob? Uh, different. Um, you know,
6: I take June and July off. I've done that for um, well, for a while, and it allows you to maybe save save your energy a little bit. Clearly, I'm not getting any younger, but it was, it was great to get back. Um, we use it as kind of preseason practice like everybody else does, and you know, we make mistakes, push the wrong buttons, say the wrong things. And you know how it is, the show you do, people don't understand, but it's about rhythm. It's about routine and, and kind of, you know, feeling your way along. And so it's always good to get back. And then next Friday, it starts uh, It starts a, a different level with high school football opening up. So it's all, it's all good, John, all good.
0: Yeah, um, What um, you, you talk to all these high school coaches as, you know, they're having scrimmages and, and trying to find out about their team. When, um, when does things you, – you mentioned getting back in the seat and getting back in your routine. When do these high school teams, you know, good, bad, or in, the, in between here, when do they start getting into their rhythm, so to speak?
6: Well, I think the coaches will tell you that you think you have a good feel, not a good feel, but at least you have a feel – for what your team's about around that second or third or fourth week, somewhere in that range. And, you know, it's important, too, most of your schedules are set up. So first couple of ball games might be out of conference play, and then that third one or third week kind of gets you into conference play. So you're, you're talking about first third of the season is when you can begin to determine who the pretenders and the contenders really are and get a, a sense of what your team is about. And, unfortunately, some teams don't uh, – present all that information sometimes until it's too late so uh especially just to listen that first ball game when you have new faces new people and there's some new staff members all kinds of things you really truly are challenged to have a great idea of what your team's about even though you've played uh, in some seven on seven camps and done all kinds of things throughout the summer Still still, until they turn the lights on and someone's pounding you on the other side of the line, you don't really have a good feel.
0: Now you don't. Um, where do you start? I mean, I'm sure we'll bring up this more next Friday when things really get real high school-wise. But where right. do we start in right. each – what's that? I, feel, I think, you know, you start,
6: like, in, in 6A, how do you not start with a team that's won it the last three years? And even though Center Grove clearly is trying to do something that's only been done once before with Warren Central, you still got a lot of guys who played significant minutes on that team. They're trying to battle some injuries right now without question. So Center Grove, uh, Carroll of Fort Wayne, people think very highly of them. Cathedral's got Danny O'Brien, so that makes them a contender without question. HSD is really, really good. Uh, ben Davis, Warren Central, Fishers, Westfield, uh, Penn, Crown Point, Lafayette, Jeff, and Franklin Central. Those are those are some really, really good teams. But, again, you're the champs until someone takes it from you, and Center Grove has found an ability under the tutelage of Eric Moore, found a way <laughs> to win when you replace people. And so
0: I'd start there. Well, and he's got a schedule with his team as such, obviously because of other situations where right. you you talk about getting tested and tested early. Here it comes.
6: Well, you do. And I, I think, um, you know, since we are a state that everybody makes the tournament, yeah, you want to win every game you play. I think everybody understands that, but the idea is to be playing your best ball at tournament time. And so um, this is a schedule. I think everybody understands it. They understand what situation that they're in. They're playing a a very difficult schedule, uh, playing some really, really good teams. And so um, I think, you know, if you're good, you'll find out early. You'll find out a whole lot about yourself in that first three or four games of your schedule without question.
0: It's, uh, Bob Lovell, who is with us. Uh, you mentioned Danny O'Neill Cathedral, too. I'm assuming you put him at quarterback at the top of the potential Mr. Football's in the state of Indiana. Do you start right there? Tyler Cherry, oh, Center Grove, right there, too?
6: I, I think so. I think you, clearly they're, they're in the top uh, ten. You know, they're, we, have to, we have to have quite a few guys who can play. But, uh, no, I think they have to be in any discussion you have about Mr. Football uh, because all the things they, they can do. um You know, with the ball in their hands, and and they clearly make their teams better and make them championship contenders. So, um, the fun thing about it, John, when you see somebody emerge, but but going in, you're talking about two of the best
0: around. So, Bob Lovell of Indiana Sports Talk, year number 30 is upon us right now with Bob, both Friday, tonight, and tomorrow night, Saturday night. Uh, You can hear him throughout the state of Indiana, you know, outside of the obvious choices, you know, whether it's uh, the whole class basketball thing. And we've been, you know, through that and all of it. But in your 30 years of covering sports every Friday and Saturday night, what has besides that obvious point changed the most on the high school level that you have witnessed over those 30 years?
6: You know, I think clearly the class basketball uh, is is one I, I think maybe not looked on as you know the biggest thing that stands out to me though John is the the quality of kids we turn out throughout the entire state not just in football and basketball but but in all sports and you know you look at the number of kids uh, in football when we first started doing the show, you might have had a dozen maybe fifteen guys who were recruited by Power 5 conferences, and now you have 20, 25 kids. So the quality of play has improved. And, you, know, you look at Max Clark, you know, Gatorade Player of the Year in baseball. You start going down the line in, in sports. I, I think our coaches are doing a much better job of coaching. I think our kids are, are getting better, bigger, faster, stronger. Uh, I just think the qu- quality of play in our state in the last 30 years has been tremendous and has It just continues to improve literally year by year. And, you know, without taking on the controversial subjects, I I, I tend to look at it that way. Since the show has always been about talking about kids and what they've done on the field and on the course, I I tend to look at it this way and just celebrate how good and how much better they've come over 30 years with all the – You know, year round training and coaches and and what the coaches' associations and their respective sports have done, what the IHSAA has done, and giving opportunities. And we tend to forget this, but when our kids play for championships, John, they play in some of the greatest facilities in our country. And no one else in, in, in the U.S as an NBA franchise or an NFL franchise directly linked to what their state association is doing, except ours, and that ought to tell people something about how important what we do on the weekends is all about.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just uh, it, it just it, it seems like to me, and I'm just going over the 30 years uh, in which you've been around here, but it to uh, being on the air, it just changed dramatically and I mean what's funny is it's like changed so dramatically in 30 years but if you're going to look at for example like if you're going to look at 84 to 04 that's dramatic right there you know what I mean it's like I mean we're, we're kind of the changes now I guess either are easier for us to understand digest get with whatever but from like 84 to 04 a lot of this stuff would be completely unrecognizable so i guess we get used to it more commonly now than we would have during that 20-year time span if that makes sense to you it makes sense john when we
6: went on the air in august of 1994 with our first show uh i did not have a computer in the studio we didn't have computers and and our, our task to start with was to gather scores and we ended up being the provider of scores Uh, television stations from around the state would call us all night long saying, hey, what are the scores? Give us the scores. Uh, You guys end up having the scores. There are about 150 games a night on the weekend, right? And so we would, you know, our goal was to leave the studio at midnight by having all the scores. And then, you know, nowadays you could argue, I'm not so sure you need us to provide your scores because you can get those you know, almost immediately on Twitter and and whatever social media, other types of things you do. But what we've been able to do is kind of fill in those scores and talk about those stories and talk about those games. But, you know, the other part that's changed, like you point out, dramatically, has been the technology. And, And I like to joke that we've been able to to fight off all of our uh, enemies on the show, domestic and foreign. You know, I would consider technology a foreign enemy, but we've managed to to fend everybody off in, in these last 30 years, and we still provide a necessary service for people. John, you know this. People are all over the state, and I'm honored to be able to do it. People all over the state get in their cars after they go to those games and the first thing they do is turn on the radio and listen to our show. Like fifty plus stations. And it's you know, it's a it's an awesome audience. You got about a quarter of a million people all weekend listening to the
0: show and it's just insane. That's, uh, Bob Lovell, year number 30 is where we are right now with Indiana Sports Talk. Bob's got you tonight and tomorrow night across the network Indiana affiliation in this state. He's with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group pod line. Go out there and have yourself a blast tonight and tomorrow night. We'll check in again next week when when, when the, bl- the blank's going to get real next Friday. So yeah, I it's going to been- get real. <laughs> Thanks, as always. I appreciate it. Take care. It's uh, Bob Lovell, one of my all-time favorites right there from Indiana Sports Talk. 30 years. 30 stinking years right there. All right, let me break. Hey, James, I got time to get Tony on here, Tony Renz on the other side, or should I wait until the 4 o'clock hour? What do you think? Tony Rand's going to join us. He's going to talk about the Dan Pat Stakes, what I'm going to be doing here, and why you should be here. That's coming up next. We've got Hashtag Ask Pat, Pat Sullivan, 4 o'clock hour, Bob Kravitz, 5 o'clock hour, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. You've got me... And you've got the Colts pregame huddle. Me, Bill Brooks, and the gore Man, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., to get you set for the preseason game in Buffalo. The first one for the Colts and the Bills with Anthony Richardson under center. It's a 1 o'clock kick from Buffalo coming up tomorrow afternoon. 93.5, 107.5 The Fan.
5: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
2: The Ride with JMV.
4: Get of a body bag! Yeah!
2: All right. <laughs> 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan.
0: All right, inside the lounge via YouTube Live, you guys are watching right here. You see the griffer over there, the griffer and Pat Sullivan in what we call the bullpen behind me. You can see it right there. You can also see this is a pretty unique little thing right here where I plug in stuff and charge my phone. <laughs> you get a really great viewpoint of what happens on site, inside the lounge via YouTube Live. Get there, you can ask some questions. Just be yourself. And by the way, to Indiana State Fair later on tonight, it would be Phoenix, Arizona's own Gin Blossoms. Remember the song, Hey Jealousy? That is out at the Indiana State Fair last night. Shout out to Rob Bayes, Had a great performance on that free stage at the Indiana State Fair last night night here at harris hoosier park racing and casino in anderson it's all about the dan pat stakes and what leads up to it. tony Renz joins us from harris one hell of a night about to take place right
1: absolutely john and you know before we get into that and all the festivities that are going to happen tonight i just want to take and thank you and several others. So I'm not originally from Indiana. Yeah. Moved up here with the casino in 07. And one of the first people I meet's Brent Hoverson. Oh,
0: no, heck yeah.
1: I mean, literally come off the train and there's yep. Brent. Met John Schenkel. That's the Miller Coors guy. If you haven't met him, he's fantastic. Uh, Ryan Nally. Dave Proudhon.
0: Oh, I know Nally
1: knows how much I love Nally, man. So. But all those guys. Yep. befriended Ron Sexton. The late, great Ron mm-hmm. Sexton. And God bless what a great man he was. Uh, um, My buddy for you know, 20 years, yeah. And then I, I, the circle comes around, and I meet you.
0: Yeah, there it is. Oof. Yeah,
1: and, and it's just such a great circle, and I want to thank you. And then you look
0: beyond the disappointing <laughs> early stages to where we are right now, which is good.
1: And, and tonight's going to culminate. Our friendship is going to go to another level. Oh, that's what I hear. We're going to put you on that track. We've got a two-seater charity celebrity Love race. Uh, yourself, Rob Kendall, the Tratterhouse guy. Kendall's Wait, up here, too? Uh, he's not coming up for tonight, but he's a
0: part of the oh, celebrity
1: challenge. Oh, ah. I wish he was You guys coming. need
0: to hang hand him like a shovel and a broom and he can like <laughs> clean up all the horse dung.
1: no i'm joking no but, but when's he coming up here he'll be up here on uh the the uh charity challenge yeah. gala october 27th and- so he's got a little bit of time, and then he'll be up for the Breeders' Crown Friday yeah. night, October 27th. That's when we make the donation for this charity challenge. It becomes a whole three-month-long campaign raising money for four charities.
0: All four are going to receive something. One of them is going to be substantial. Love it. Well, our friend Rick Venturi said he would be here if not for him having to be tomorrow doing a preseason game in Buffalo. But I talked to him this morning before they jetted out of here, and he wanted to be here. He normally is for the. And Patch Stakes, so. Yeah, yeah. And he I, and does I, have, I got a horse from him. The Little Rocket? Little, little Rocket Man. That, that horse is
1: something else. It's a Little B horse, but man, is it fast. Little Rocket Man. All right, what time should people get here? You know, first post goes off at 6.30, Um, The festivities will start then. Uh, We'll do our two-seater race uh, right at about 7.30. Right. Um, That occurred. We've got big races all the way through, a lot of memorial races going on, the Greg Haston, uh, the John Schuster. uh, And that's all building up to the Dan Patch itself, which is going to go off about 10.30 tonight.
0: Alright, 10.30 tonight for the Dan Pat Stakes but get here right now and leading up to it again, you can watch me on the track uh, for Teachers Treasures Absolutely. coming up later on this evening too Tony, rejoin us later on, we'll refresh the memory on this John. Tony Renz right there everybody, Harris you, Hoosier Park Racing at Casino in Anderson and maybe a future JMV Takeover site because I passed what is going to be the first on-site JMV Takeover location on the way up here which is Mystic Waters and uh, Brent Halverson place down there. I'll tell you a little bit more about that coming up. Thanks a lot Tony. All right, other side #askpat get those questions in. #askpat you could win some free Yeti. #askpat with your questions Pat Sullivan, he joins us coming up to start hour 2 next.
5: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
2: The Ride with JMV. We have the holy hand grenade. Yes, of course. The holy hand grenade of Antioch. Right. One, two, five. Lisa, three. 93.5 and 107.5 The
0: Fan Hey, welcome back Harris Hutcher Park Racing at Casino at Anderson uh, My apologies, inside the lounge via YouTube Live, sometimes when I'm typing on my phone, I end up like sending something before it's done So those of you <laughs> that, like Vic Barks just said, turn on the V Charm, and then my response was so <laughs> I was going," <laughs> and then I actually hit You know, enter and it sent it. I was gonna say, I don't wanna waste it there, which probably would have been worse. Maybe it's just better off I don't even send that right there. Sometimes I feel that way, but here's what's great about the lounge YouTube Live is. We're totally different in there. I'm totally different. Like right now, we're going to have we're sparking a conversation with hashtag Wait, Pat, #Your Personality is different in the lounge. Uh, well, I mean the conversation sleazy is different. In the lounge? No, 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 no. It's still the same personality. Okay. But I do got a little bit of sleaze in me, Pat. I mean, you? Okay. I can't. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, things. There's some things that you interest me. You get a little me. dark. It gets a little dark in the lounge. Um, fun loving is what I would like to call mm. it. I get a little fun loving in there. What that happens up? in the lounge? Yeah. I mean, a little stays in the lounge. PG-13 kind of stuff, right okay. there. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Maybe a little side, you know, mm-hmm. a little side B happening there, uh-huh. maybe. That's yeah, uh, like PG 13 16 candles was, and it had remember, oh, remember one of my it favorites. had it had Caroline in the shower, uh-huh. the PE shower, and the, you know Molly Ringwald and her yeah. finger looking. Yeah, Caroline Mumford must have flunked about you know ten the, grades, right? Uh, and that was PG thirteen. It may have even been PG. That was actually PG because that was before PG thirteen. You know what was the first film that was PG thirteen? No. Anybody know? Come on now. No. Tony Rand, you know? No. Griff, you know? Griff, I know Griff doesn't know, man. It's not rated G. That's Griff. <laughs> Griff rated G right there. It's not Bambi. You guys don't know? PG-13. What was the first film rated PG-13? Uh, the slightest idea. Okay, thank you. He's really interested in that right there. Well, he said Red, that. He, Red Red no, Dawn. Red Dawn. Dawn. Red Dawn was yeah. the first PG-13 with Robert yeah. Redford. Robert Redford. Red. No, it wasn't. Red Dawn <laughs> was the first one PG-13. I don't know anything. You know me. 1984, I believe. 1984, you say mm, PG-13. Wow. Where the uh, high school, small town in Colorado high school was invaded. Uh, by communists. You probably don't have <laughs> this problem. Which I, I think that's, that conversation goes on in, like, political circles right now. If oh. you turn in, turn on num- uh, if you go down to floor number four right now, they're probably talking about how some high school is being invaded by communism right oh, now. yeah. As we speak. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, and they're taxing them or something yeah, like that. Yeah, somebody's getting taxed and communized. So have
7: you ever had the experience, <laughs> yeah. you probably haven't because your memory is so good, but yeah. you remember a movie from yeah. your high school years. I do. And, and then your kids are growing up, and they're about that age. You know, they're it's like, "Hey, you know what? We got to watch." Stripes is so funny, but you forget about the shower scene.
0: Oh, do you, Oh, yeah, with John Larroquette watching. Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah, and it's like you're watching. You, you have yeah. your your 11, your 12 year old, and all of a sudden, oh. The yeah. shower scene. Yeah, I, I searched Forget for shower The
0: same thing like with airplane. Yeah. Airplane. Oh, with like the running? All of a sudden, a and a yeah. gal comes
7: across, a yeah. topless
0: gal, it's
4: oh, like, That's it's P- like, ah. That was
0: PG, too? Yeah. That was PG, as well. Now, you, that wouldn't happen to you because your memory's so good. No, it is. Well, I, I mean, I, I've been burned by that before, too. My first time watching Fast Times at Ridgemont High, I mean, it was almost like the trifecta for me as a 12-year-old. I had to watch it with my mom at the theater, and we had... We had nudity, we had he and she and we had self gratification all going on. So there was no more embarrassing situation than be with everything. your mom. We had it right there. Hey mom. Yeah. Hey, you know, and, you know, she turns over and goes, "So you do that too? You do what he's doing oh, right there?" Oh no. "Are so you doing that?" No, said, she didn't yeah. say that. I said constantly. Yes. No, your mom I've got mom did to sharpen not. my skills.
7: Your mom said that to a 12-year-old son? <laughs> oh, I'm making that stuff Please. up.
0: Pat. Making it up. I man. like
7: to think of your mom as a as a nice raccoon.
0: I just said I'm sharpening my skills. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. I'm trying to be the better man. I just man said to your one mom day. with raccoons. That's that's you know. I have no chance of any he and and she and in the foreseeable future. But let me sharpen the skills right here. What oh, we're doing. Ooh. What are things going on in the world of Pat Sullivan right now? Uh, you know, uh, it's just uh, you know we're getting ready for Egg Fest.
7: It takes a long time to get Egg ready Fest. for Egg Fest. Yeah. And we have already sold almost 600 tickets to Egg Fest. So you can get yours at uh, all the. Uh, VIP tables are sold out. I might add. uh Oh, yeah, we uh, we offered a uh, a reserve table for six, right? Uh, and uh, people snatching them up because there's nothing better than knowing you have a place to sit. What so. uh,
0: most common, I'm assuming, in the uh, the Egg Fest is the brisket. Uh, no, you know what? There's
7: definitely brisket. I would say, though, that uh, we have, uh, there's 34 different stations. Okay. And a lot of guys, there's only, of the 34, there's only three new, uh, grillers, eggheads coming to, so that just shows the you know 31 are returning people guys sure. come back year and and matter of fact you'll see the booths because they'll put up how many years they have cooked at egg fest so it's kind of cool it's kind of a uh, but man the stuff they they put out and it's it's never just brisket it's going to be uh brisket that's been transformed into either a slider with a special sauce or something like that so it's uh seafood seafood definitely What's the most common seafood you stick? Uh, you know what? On it's kind egg. of funny because people uh, we the uh, the grillers will give us their 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 menus and uh, the supplies they yeah. need, and you know they'll always you know there is a budget here, John. Yeah. Oh, there's is is there? a budget because occasionally someone will go, you know, I need uh, you know a hundred pounds of lobster. It's like,
0: mm, no, can you fly in some halibut from the Pacific Northwest? And halibut. A small amount. Good. Halibut sounds good to me right now. Yeah halibut
7: sounds that'd be good tonight some that would be good right so there. definitely seafood uh, a lot of probably a lot of shrimp but yeah. uh i know somebody always tries to sneak in some lobster so. if
0: you do halibut right it's uh, it tastes exactly like steak do
7: you Seriously. cook? do you cook uh seafood much
0: uh, man because I really screw it up yeah I, mean, I think I, it's hard it is hard
7: it is hard a yeah. matter of fact when we do seafood classes that's a uh, pretty popular class because so many people have
0: trouble with uh, with fish I mean I screw up salmon so there's no way in the world I'm gonna put halibut out there yeah. and just you know it ends up being dry and right. flaky and not you know, the moisture doesn't stay and but when you do halibut right when it's done right it is steak like yeah. right. Yeah, there. Oh, yeah it's pretty Absolutely.
7: Awesome. So Eggfest is when? Eggfest is go? the 19th. Okay. Uh, SullivanHardware.com. You can buy tickets. It's 40 bucks a person, and there's, uh, I don't know, 10, 10 bucks for a kid or something. Something like that. Right. But it's, uh, it's great. It goes 10 until 4. You can hang out all day long. There will be two or three bands. Uh, and right now, knock on wood, it, the weather looks pretty good but i know that's long range it is so
0: so did you believe me when i said my mom said hey do you do that yeah i kind of did i kind <laughs> of did and, and it scared I me because you,
7: she because you said that so just like yeah you know yeah and I just thought, wow. That, yeah, that's she, I, know, embarrassing. I know she wondered that. It's
0: Hashtag Ask Pat. Get those questions in for Pat Sullivan right now. Somebody's going to win from Free Yeti.
7: Yeah, Yeti, and I think there's a uh, uh, Is it a 317 Indie Over Everything
0: hat. Yeah. Kind of a local hat. That's nice so, right there. Uh, right. Everybody loves the Yeti. Yep. Look, look who's in the house. Rick Moore's in the house, everybody. Everybody yeah. loves the Yeti. All right, we'll start with Gritty. A friend of the show, Gritty, inside the lounge via YouTube Live, says do the mosquito repellents that lawn care companies try to sell are they worth the money? Yes, they are. And what they're doing
7: is, and a lot of those can be upwards of ninety-five, ninety-seven percent organic. Mm-hmm. But the, what they're trying to do is confuse the mosquito because the mosquito is attracted to our carbon dioxide. So that's what they're. In. Is the
0: mosquito easily confused? It is. Right. It is. So it's kind
7: of like and us it's the women. Main... Do you realize that only women mosquitoes bite? Do you realize? That? I didn't know that. The no. men are harmless. The men are over there by the tree line, just uh, sucking out. on on yeah. uh, nectar. Right. But it's the evil women that are just biting the hell out of people. And what these, uh, the garlic, citronella, a uh, uh, couple other essential oils, when they mix them up, it confuses the senses of the uh, of the mosquito. So uh, that they can't, you know, and that's what that, the, those services do. We use them at the store. They absolutely work. They're really good. Bad news, beer drinkers uh, tend to get bit more. Uh, then uh, also pregnant women will tend to get bit more. If you want to make yourself the center of attention, tell a great story, gather people around you. That will protect you because mosquitoes will drop into the edges of people, and that's who gets bit. So really? always make yourself the center of attention.
0: I always feel comfortable because I'm, I'm outside shirtless as usual, and the mosquitoes don't bug me. It's like they go, hey, like, hey. No, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. so i really – I get some kind of really good <laughs> – uh, inner, I don't know. Yeah, I don't not know. Not B.O., but I don't know what it's just the mosquitoes go, hey, I don't think I want a piece of this dude. Really? And that's even yeah. at night or? Anytime. Because, well, yeah. you know, there's
7: night. It's really at night when they're really pretty start. good.
0: I mean, I, I can squeeze a couple ounces out if you need some mosquito repellent to see if it works. or Well, not. well you know, we can do some yeah. testing
7: on it. No. Do some testing. Yeah, a little JMV out you there. Just give me a urine sample.
0: Uh, hashtag ask Pat, and I agree Here's with this one too. See, thank you. Um, hashtag ask Pat, I have stone mulch or rock, river rock, if yeah. you will. Um, how should I go about deweeding weeding it? Should I spray it with Roundup, or should I pluck them right out? Oh gosh, no, spray it with Roundup. I think so. I mean, even close to the plants and the
7: flowers? Yeah. Oh, you, know, you take a snow shovel and put the uh, snow shovel in between the. desirable plant and the weed and just do a little spray of roundup if you're concerned about what you see on the internet about roundup uh, use uh, glyphosate uh, which is the same thing as Roundup, mm-hmm. but it's it'll say something different on the label, and you'll feel better, and your neighbors won't say anything to you. Okay, works great though.
0: So not you would not just pull on them because no. you, you go all the way down to the roots, no. right? No, you won't. Though you'll you'll pull the top off of right. it, and it's just going to come right back. Well, when you pull them, I have noticed this that when you pull them after it rains, if the ground is is pretty saturated, pretty wet, it comes up easier and you don't often pull the tops out but the problem the problem
7: with when you
0: have a lot of gravel too that
7: that doesn't help because you really can't get your hand down around the uh the root itself so no i would spray it and seriously though if you're concerned about using chemicals there is some great uh non-selective organic products that will kill weeds and grass what you can't find is A good selective. Right. Selective being something you can use on your lawn. Generally, all the organics are going to be non-selective.
0: Hashtag Ask Pat. Best way to determine if the yard needs to be dethatched or not. And what is your recommendation seed to use when overseeding? Looking to phase out the Kentucky bluegrass sod. Yeah,
7: that's probably a good idea. Uh, Number one seed uh, now, if you were going to plant a new lawn, is the turf type. Uh, tall fescue blends, right. deeper blue, much more drought resistant, disease resistant. Uh, the uh, the problem uh, with the thatch, if your thatch layer is more, if you could take a knife and cut a little plug out, if your thatch layer is more than a half of an inch, it needs, it should probably be dethatched. However, you kill your you, grass? Uh, no, uh, no, it just, it can, it's not healthy. It's not oh, a healthy yeah. turf. But if you uh, core air, uh, you know core aerification in the fall that controls the thatch so if your thatch is too heavy you're probably not core you know core aerifying your lawn once or twice you know maybe every two years or every year so if your thatch is getting because generally thatching now is not uh, a practice that we do unless
0: Really, you're, it's because you're not doing something else. Gotcha. That's from Scott. Hashtag AskPad. When is the best time to buy furniture and durable items? Not fertilizer from Sullivan's. Hashtag Well, Pat.
7: fertilizer right now, thanks for the underhand. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> I just hit that sucker <laughs> all right. the way out to the track. Knock it out of here. All the way to the track. Big race tonight here, huh? How about that, Dan Patch? You know, I, I forget. You know, I, I will say that I, I kind of love horse racing because – you don't lose money so fast, and it kind of can be a social thing. Yeah. I love horse raiding. I never really think to come out. And it's so close.
0: Why it's don't so, you? I don't know. You can hit I this don't place. Know. I just forget. You can go over And every to... time I come out, I come out with you a couple Fresh of times. Fresh big boys, not too far away. Go up and get a big boy, but man. man, you can eat right here. You, well, you sit a slice of like... pizza over there if yeah. you want. Yeah
7: got to come out right. here it's a lot of you have to it's, sell it's me on it. i'm here all a the lot time of fun
0: yeah all <laughs> right go ahead answer that
7: question what was it that softball oh. it was about furniture Oh, furniture right now it's uh 45 to 60 yeah. percent off we still have a ton of, of you know because of the last couple years of uh overseas shipping uh we have a lot of furniture left so if you're thinking about furniture now is the time now it's a ton.
0: All right. This is from Jason. I've got either moles or voles, or perhaps a blue whale under my backyard that is pushing dirt up everywhere. What can I do right, that's that, not going to kill my dog? That actually, is I guess.
7: definitely a mole, hmm? because a vole is like a little mouse with a uh, with no tail, a little stubby yeah. tail. Uh, and they make, uh, you'll see them go down a little tunnel, but they generally, you won't see surface runs. So that is a, uh, that's definitely a mole. Uh the the way to kill it. I mean, there's there's different ways, uh, and everyone goes, "Is that safe for my dog?" Well, we don't sell anything that's not safe. But what people think is safe. And what the actual company that's selling to think is safe is two different things. So I would probably recommend using a trap, and then you would have to put, you'd have to fence the trap in to keep your pet away from the trap itself. But uh, getting in a trap, push the mole run down in a few places, see where there's an active run, take a shovel, break up the dirt really good, set that trap. If it doesn't go off in 24 hours, move it. The other way, if you don't have uh, uh, pets run around, is talprid worms, little gummy worms. Mm. That's the number one way people right. will do it. But there's other things, man. There's, uh, but you
0: don't, have ev- you don't have evidence that they're gone other than the fact that you don't see movement. That's correct. Right.
7: Now, occasionally the if a dog goes after them, a the, you know, dog will dig them up. Or, or sometimes after they get hold of a poison worm, they kind of come stumbling out and die out on the front porch right before your company comes. Yeah. All
0: right. J. Law writes, this hashtag asked Pat the screen door has a rip, as you may have noticed and pointed out. In fact, is a replacement oh, that easy was, to do, uh, or that, that was should last I bring week. it in? Is it a replacement easy to do with J Law's yeah, oh yeah hole in this screen door that yeah. you pointed out last week? Yeah,
7: you just take it to your local hardware store and they will. Uh, now that, as I recall, his screen was uh, bright aluminum, and that's yeah. kind of unusual. Now that's that's not the go-to because bright aluminum is, is hard for your eyes to see through. So if you go with a darker wire, either charcoal or black, you will, you'll be able to see out much much easier, and you'll be able to see into that beautiful pool that he has.
0: Rex writes this, hashtag ask Pat, does the preen weed barrier really work? It
7: really does work. Uh, the thing that uh, I think the mistake that people make is it's a barrier, and what they'll do is they'll put it on and then till it in. That's mm-hmm. not what you're to do. Get all your tilling and stuff done, you're cultivating, then you lay it down, because that, that preen barrier
0: needs to stay on the surface. Hashtag Ask Pat, 239-1070. Working in hard, work John. In as well. There are a lot of them coming in here for you. Hashtag Ask Pat the free Yeti, as we're broadcasting live from Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino in Anderson. Bob Kravitz coming up in the 5 o'clock, hour. How much you that think a Uber is? Buffalo.
7: What what would an Uber cost to get it
0: from here you know to what? the north side? I have never Ubered. have you really? No, never. Wow. Somebody either picks me up or I. You have people. You know, I have people. Okay. Yeah, I've never Ubered.
7: Yeah, never in my life. Yeah, nice thing to Uber out here and Uber I'm home. Telling
0: you this would be the place. Tonight's yeah. going to be the time to yeah. get yeah. up here. It's a see. big event for. Them. And we may end up doing one of these days, provided the JMV takeover goes well, just down the road. At Mystic Waters, we may end up doing one up here. I never heard know. that you're on the road. Is that this week? It is not. It's Labor Day weekend. Oh, Saturday Labor Day. Night. That's right. That's right. We first got to figure out how in the world we can do it, which I haven't quite wrapped my hands around yet. What do you mean? What do you mean how do you do it?
7: Um, oh, because you're playing. Yeah, because yeah, I'm not actually in there, and right. I'm out, a, and I can't take not, the not calls, a talk show. So I'm not doing it on my sketch sketch yourself a turntable and, uh, and put your mic down Two there. Two turntables
0: in the microphone. Yeah. All right, Matt Allen writes this. Hashtag Ask Pat. Chickweed in a lawn. Weed be gone. Spray. Other options. Hashtag Well, kind of interesting. Uh,
7: right now, chickweed is a winter annual, which I'm not telling you anything. You don't know. Right. Uh, and so, since that germinates in September, you could actually slide in and put a crabgrass pre-emergent on your lawn and that will prevent 2024's chickweed from germinating. Really, so I think that's what I would do. Now, when I go to kill chickweed, you either use Ortho Chickweed and uh, Clover Killer, or uh, one that actually works faster would be uh, Weed Free Zone or Speed Zone that has the chemical carfinazone in. Works at lower temps in the spring and in the fall.
0: I'm gonna check it inside the lounge via YouTube Live. If anybody else has anything,
7: so do you? Like do you? How do you? How do you? Uh, how do you? When you check into the lounge, like do you like say uh, you, you greet them differently than you would the the listening audience
0: um i just we 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 talk about some different things in there i mean some things that i can get away with in there that i couldn't get away ask them them if any of their moms asked about um
7: okay did uh, any of yes did any of your moms when you were 12 did any of your moms?
0: oh i bet come on now my mom Um, assuming we got some people from southern indiana in there that's Probably common, <laughs> right? In in southern Indiana. Hey, but I, this is a hashtag #AskPat from me before we close it out here. What what's the important thing to look after in your yard right now as we're bearing down on the dog days of summer here in Austin? So I tell you what I'm
7: what I'm doing on my own lawn. I have terrible bent grass. Terrible! It just invades bluegrass lawns, no. and I'm going to start killing. I, I got order it ordered online, or you can get it locally at some of the landscape stores. Tenacity. It's really expensive, and I'm going to kill it. That way, when it's prime time seeding time in mid-September, I can put down my new seed. People wait too long, and if there's something they want to kill on the lawn, they want to do that in September. Well, th- then you're going to see yeah. it in October it's too late. It's too late. The other thing that's a hot topic is boxwoods, and uh, people worried about boxwood blight. A lot of it is still uh, signs of winter kill, and I think there's some mites that are going after. So uh, Purdue University has been diagnosing uh, – Quite a few, and uh, some of them they're seeing combinations. The, the boxwood blight is a serious problem that attacks. So I would say that if you have patches on your boxwood and the leaves have fallen off and you have sticks, it's possible that you have the boxwood blight. If, if it's uh, just dead and the leaves are hanging, it's probably winter, winter injury or uh, insect.
0: All right, so if I were to go home and spread my seed like where I need it, if I were to go home and spread my seed, do I need to till up that spot and then put my seed yes. in the proper position yes. right there, you, or can I just spread my seed on top of what's already there? Uh, Cam's laughing, Cam, Cam likes me asking spreading that question. Your I can tell he's laughing. Spreading he's your laughing.
7: seed that way <laughs> does not develop a long-term relationship. Okay. Your seed I and gotcha. your lawn will not – will not have the type of relationship that if you would spread your right. seed in a home base where you yeah. would take and you cultivate you cultivate the soil do i get one of those little things what is it you can get a weasel And that's what a garden weasel, garden yes. weasel. And you guys then, have garden weasels yes we do I love you it. Cu- cultivate cultivate that area massage that area break up the soil lay down your seed and you will have a long-term relationship with that turf. Garden Weasel. Garden Weasel. That
0: used to be made by Ronco. It would be sold late now at night now, on Channel Four during Sammy. Right. Now,
7: now they have a whole line of uh, the uh, the Garden Weasel company. They've got uh, weed weed uh, weed poppers. Yep. They've got the original Garden Weasel. It's a great company. PG thirteen inside the lounge via
0: YouTube Live. PG
7: thirteen.
0: Yeah. PG thirteen in there. But we always keep it rated G out here for John because we don't want to offend John. Griff. Bambi. We don't want to offend Griff. Yeah. Who cried when old bed Yeller knobs, died? Bed knobs and broomsticks and chitty chitty bang bangs when yeah. Griff watches it yeah on. That's rated G stuff right there. I'm getting together with Griff. We're going to watch Sound Dick of Band Music. Dyke. Yeah, right there. Sound
7: of Music tonight <laughs> over at Griff's place. <laughs> All right, uh, tomorrow morning,
0: 9 until 1. 9 until 1 on uh, in studio? No, Yeah, we are in studio. Ooh, I'm going to slide by because I start at 10 with the Colts pregame Oh, huddle. do you really? In studio, so oh, I'm, I'm going to come on with you guys yeah.
7: before I go on. Excellent. Yeah. That would be great. Looking forward to see you. Tomorrow morning, 9 until 1 on uh, 93.1. That's awesome. Yeah. You and Denny
0: and Terry uh, and Terry everybody. actually, you know, because no she's Terry. got
7: a gig out at the uh, fairgrounds again, so we kind of lose her for uh, two or three weeks. Do you guys
0: there. have anything out at the fairgrounds? The Sullivan's
7: have? Uh, we were out place? at the pork tent last uh, Last week, I believe. (laughs) I was too. Yes. Yes. You're at the pork tent. Uh, and had a good time, so I'm not sure if
0: uh, we're headed back there or not. I will say this: I did. No, we I, were at Anderson last week. Okay. Pork tenth the week before. I was out there yesterday doing the show, and I made sure I went by that DNR building because they have all the fish. Yeah. And the ponds and right, that's pretty cool. That yeah, is cool. I saw the gar, the gar, and that's the an catfish. Ugly fish, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but the uh, kids
7: can go fishing and stuff. They still can have. You, it, can you can you catch a gar like just out anywhere? I
0: don't know. I think yeah. I think that, uh, I don't know. I don't not either. a fisherman, but I thought it was certain areas where that was invading. Uh, Calvin Fitch is our resident listener fisherman out there. I just don't know if he's on board right now. Yeah. Gar. Gar. Nobody eats a gar. You throw that back, I don't though, know. Right? I, 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 I don't know gar, except isn't that in. Is, yeah, there was something called the buffalo, that? largemouth Buffalo. I didn't know what that was. Really? Yeah, I saw that, too. And they had catfish in there. I said, Southern Indiana Hillbillies jumped in there and tried to noodle yeah. a little bit. We were so. out in, uh, we
7: were in Canada this week, mm-hmm. in uh, uh, north of Calgary, in Banff. And uh, really? there's a ton of fly fishermen. Banff is yeah. just beautiful out there. Just beautiful.
0: Ah oh, man. Pat Sullivan, Sullivan Hardware and Garden with egg Fest coming up. And, of course, you can listen tomorrow morning, 93 WIBC, not 9 until 1, the Home and Garden Show, of which I'll try to join you guys sometime in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll you get you guys much. off to a really good start. That would be right? great. That's me. Hey, I'll start talking about what I brought you in on today, you know, self-gratification. Oh, beauty oh, movies, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's I'll not exactly that our audience. Yeah, that's really more I'll bring of it. Your, I'll bring
7: it up there. Yeah, so, last yeah. thing, if, if, if somebody is actually looking – buy an egg for a mm-hmm. great deal we have demo eggs still available so you save about 400 bucks i think it's not
0: bad at all no, right there no not at all and their net does it come in their nest yeah because their with nest, the nest that is the nest that thing with wheels on it is that the nest? that is the
7: nest mm. yeah it's sold separately because some people want to put them in tables. some people want to make their own so the table's not actually the nest No. No. The nest is, the original nest is just a metal device with four wheels. You have
0: a nest. I was hoping that Mark would bring over the table nest. I would hope so. That's what I was hoping. Not the table
7: nest. You want
0: a table. A table? You want a table. I bet we have an old banged up table. I bet you do have a banged up table. Yeah. (laughs) All right, buddy. I appreciate that. Free Yeti for somebody right now. That's hashtag AskPat on Twitter. Pat Sullivan, Sullivan Hardware and Garden with us. Our location, Harris Hoosier Park. Racing and casino and Anderson. The Dan Patch what's up, man? Good to see you. The Dan Patch Stakes later on tonight. We'll talk that up. Tony Renz rejoins a little bit later on. Is Emily coming by? Yeah. Emily Gaskin's gonna come by as well. She does all the TV, all the breakdown of it here at Harris Hoosier Park and Anderson. Still to come. Maybe a Gorman visit in the five o'clock hour once the Colts land up in Buffalo. We'll get an update from the Gorman. Bob Kravitz coming up around five o'clock as well we got time for you on the other side at two three nine ten seventy. the email address is jmv 1075 thefancom inside the lounge via youtube live where I told Pat conversation is always different it's PG-13 in there very PG out mm. here so if you feel like kind of cutting it loose a little bit inside the lounge via youtube live and I'm talking to all those fools too in there so you guys? Do they can, bully one another? Is there bullying going on? Oh, I think normally it's just kind of screwing around. I'm not for yeah, bullying. I always, I always kind of view it as screwing around. Like I, I don't really know a lot of people in there that are you know blank offs or anything like that. Right, so yeah, I'm not so, for bullying. We don't Todd. we don't we don't want don't like the we don't bully. want that. But normally it's really fun in oh, there. Okay, so okay. yeah, inside the lounge via YouTube live ninety three five one zero seven five the fan.
5: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
2: The Ride with JMV. This will be the high point of my day. It's all downhill from here. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.
0: All right, Jay's back at the studio. We're at Harris Hoosier Park Racing at a Casino in Anderson. James, you played that purposely right there? No,
1: I just randomly picked it.
0: No way. Dude, I know they say pro tip now. I don't. I say, here's some advice. Say, you know what? That was not random. I exactly meant that. <laughs> If you remember that scene in American Beauty right there, that would have coincided with the beginning of the conversation Pat Sullivan and I had right now. So that's awesome. I thought, James, I thought, man, James is on the ball, and James just kind of fell bass backwards right into that well done James back at the studio Harris Hoosier Park Racing at Casino and Anderson it is preseason game one Anthony Richardson a quarter of play according to Shane Steichen Bob Kravitz and I will have a conversation about that coming up here at the top of the hour pregame show tomorrow morning 10 a.m. right here me the Gorman, and Bill Brooks maybe a visit from the Gorman a little bit later on Emily Gaskin is going to join us here as well Colts happy hour is at 6 o'clock 6 until 7 and then A little charity ride. I want to be a part of out there for my friend Margaret and Teachers Treasures. Also, a little bit later on tonight here at Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino in Anderson, the Dan Patch Stakes on the way. And my guy, he's the big guy here. The GM is Rick Moore going to tell us more? about it this is a pretty large event for you guys isn't it, brother
8: it's our signature event john you know if, if it's if it's a big night you know you, you're gonna be i'm gonna be if, here if it's a big here. night That's exactly yes. right
0: somebody be roaming around and then
8: yeah <laughs> we'll see you out on the track later on but this is our 30th do we, do we have
0: a horse that can pull the likes of me oh, absolutely. i mean really? i don't want i don't want to you know see this horse struggling or no anything like no, that. no we'll be liking to... grown-ups with you know when he's trying to water ski so, I don't want Kevin James water skiing type stuff We got stuff you well taken care of, I don't want this friend. horse, like, going, oh, yeah. or anything like that. So, all right. 30th so.
8: Dan Patch, 30. Number is it 30. number 30? It is number well, where's, 30.
0: Uh, where's Dan Patch? What's where, the name?
8: Famous, uh-huh. famous uh, harness racing horse from the, right around the 1900s, early 1900s. He was so good, John, that no other horses would compete against him. He competed against the clock. He went all across the country, you know, via trains. Uh, he was the Michael Jordan of his time. There was Dan Patch everything. There was Dan Patch cigarettes. There was Dan Patch dishwashing really? dish machine. Really? Yes. There was everything was Dan Patch. He was a, a marvel. He was a, a freak of a standard-bred racehorse who was born right here in Oxford, Indiana. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. So hence we, uh, we adopted his name for our signature Man. race. We started in uh, 1994, our first year. The purse on that was $40,000 tonight's purse is three hundred thousand dollars so we've come, a, we've come a little ways in, in in 30 years
0: that is uh that's an eye opener right there is we, that a record breaker
8: yeah well we've had a, a couple others where we've had some supplement mm-hmm. supplemental fees where it'd be three hundred twenty five thousand, okay. but right in that area and it brings together the best older pacers in the in north america we got horses coming in from new jersey new york uh canada uh, Pennsylvania, all all over the, you know, the Northeast and Canada. Here, right here at Hoosier Park, the best horses, best trainers, best drivers, right here tonight. Thirty
0: years. Thirty years. Right now, yeah. so this goes all the way back to you know, 1993. 1994.
8: 1994. I'm sorry. Yeah, 1994 yeah, it was our first, first yeah. mission. Yeah. That's that's incredible. Yeah, it really is. It's been. That a, is. It's really a race that's established itself. It took a few years to get uh, established on the national scene, but now it's part of the you know the, the, one of the races that the horsemen from all over the country. Point
0: so 300K is the purse for that coming up later on this evening. But you get a lot of support races, including me going around the, the course out there, too. What all happens? Y-
8: you know, you won't be racing for $300,000, I won't. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry to say. But, uh, I
0: just don't want the horse grunting, trying to pull me around the track.
8: But <sighs> uh, but we are yeah. really, we can't thank you enough for, for being part of our, our charity challenge uh, this year as part of our Breeders' Crown, representing I love teachers' coming up treasures. Here. You know you know, We're going to raise a lot of money for Teachers Treasures and you're going to be the face of it and uh, we can't thank you enough for doing that. Teachers Treasures. We've got uh, in addition to the Dan Patch which is going to go off at 10.48 tonight. We've got 14 other races. So we're going to get started at 6.15 and we're going to finish up yeah, right around quarter till midnight tonight. How,
0: how quickly do these races yeah, good come question. and go here? About
8: every 20 minutes. Oh, really? About every 20 minutes. So
0: yeah. there's really not a lot of downtime no, whatsoever here. We
8: get to rolling and uh, we, we go. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, it's funny. Rick Venturi, who's a Colts analyst, former Colts coach on the Colts Radio Networks, doing TV coming up tomorrow for the Colts of Buffalo, actually called me this morning and he goes, Hey, it uh, he was talking about he comes up here all the time, especially during Dan Patch time, but it falls, unfortunately, when he's on the road. In, in buffalo do you have people that do incredibly hardcore research for this event all the support races leading up to and this event itself
8: yeah we our racing secretary puts together the uh, the, the whole race card and he you know he's got a, a great racing mind and he's got different conditions uh, for different horses and we've got full fields for each one of those races tonight either 9 10 or 11 horses in each race and then of course we've got all the past performances so you can dig in and Find your price horse and walk away with some money this season. So,
0: I mean, you're, you're coming up here and you're waiting on the Dan Patch uh, later on this evening. What do you say around ten forty eight? Ten forty eight.
8: Ten forty eight. Coming
0: up later on this evening. What else can people do? Well, we got a sports book uh,
8: right over here, right behind us. It you want to bet, on, bet on, on some baseball? You yep. want to bet on some preseason football? You want to bet on some tennis? You want to bet on some golf? Uh, you can. You can bet on anything that. Uh, grab you, some you, food it, while you're here. Grab some food. We got a great uh, buffet tonight. Forty nine ninety
0: five. Wait a minute. You got a buffet uh, going? We got a buffet.
8: Uh oh! I'll do that after I do this horse ride. Yeah, well, yeah, we're planning on you having it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what? The buffet. The buffet. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. So, I love it. So we got a lot going on. We got the casino uh, going on tonight. We got uh, live uh, entertainment out on the out on the apron area here. So we got a lot of uh, kids activities. It's a family fun night. We just got a lot going on, John.
0: Rick Moore runs the place here. Harris, Hoosier Park Racing and Casino in Anderson. How has the summer been for you guys? Truly,
8: it's, really, it's, it's been a good summer. We're hard to believe we just passed the halfway mark. We're going to go until December 9th this year, but it's been a good one. Our handle, that is the, the money that people bet on a nightly yeah. basis, is, basis, is up over last year. And, uh, you know, we send our signal out to over uh, between over 500 uh, different uh, outlets here in North America. And we actually send our, our signal. Our races actually go down into Australia so oh, they'll, really they'll be betting on us at uh, 8 30 in the morning tomorrow can you guys australia. tell how
0: much uh, money is coming out of australia uh, yeah, regarding a race or two of yours yeah you we, we get a report every month they like said, what's that normally run it
8: runs about a million dollars a month really out of
0: australia huh. yeah, yeah wow that's pretty yeah. cool
8: it, is, it really is
0: what's what's, uh, what's australia's interest right there what's that
8: Oh, I don't. Do we know? I, no, I don't even know. I think it's around. It's wintertime down there, so is it? Yeah. yeah they just trying I, to find something else to do. No, they love horse racing in Australia. Oh, they do? See, I didn't know that. Huge. I had no idea. It's huge. Uh, harness racing, thoroughbred racing, it's huge. Australia, they love to gamble. It's ho- Horse racing is big in Australia. Really big. Huh. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, right really there. big. Really big.
0: So, Rick Moore, what time should people get here?
8: first race is 6:15, but come on we're going to go to almost midnight so anytime you get here tonight there's going to be a lot going on
0: so rick moore harris hoosier park racing and casino in anderson it is the 30th dan Patch stakes that is officially underway at 10:48, but every 20 minutes basically leading up to you're going to have a different race yep. this is a very special event so our invitation is out to you to join us sooner rather than later out here for what is going to be a great early evening and late evening here in Anderson at Harris Hoosier Park. My brother, thanks for having me Thanks for being
8: here, John. It's always a pleasure to have you. Rick Moore is here with us. Quick break and we'll come
0: back. Bob Kravitz a little over 15 minutes away. We'll chat about what's coming up tomorrow in Buffalo. More with Bob regarding that coming up. Maybe a little Gorman on the 5 o'clock hour. Look out. We got Luke Bryan tickets coming for you as well. When you hear a Luke Bryan re-entry number 9 and the cue to call, we'll net you those tickets it's Taruoff coming up later on this month to see Luke Bryan and our Harris Hoosier Park race of the day. 50 50 in betting and dining from Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino right here up for grabs. If you've seen the tweet that I've sent out, retweet that. James will pick the lineup. We'll go from there and somebody's going to win 50 50 in betting and dining. Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino right here in Anderson. Quick break. We're back with you at 239 1070. That and more. Or with a busy schedule in the preseason football landscape later on tonight as well. 93.5107, 5 The fan.
5: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you
2: the ride with jmv this is your brain on drugs any questions 93.5 and 107.5 the fan
0: hey welcome back harris park racing at casino and anderson if you're interested in the continuous crapping of the bed of our favorite team on this show the cincinnati reds the Reds and Pirates start a weekend set in Pittsburgh later on tonight at 7.05. You know, I mentioned yesterday, I was trying to get Tucker Barnhart of the Cubs on the show. Uh, he was out playing golf. I did not interrupt that. Cubs and Blue Jays start at 7.07 tonight, a weekend set up in Toronto. Reds and Pirates, if you're looking for a good, solid baseball, and I'm okay with it, too. I'm okay in talking about it. Crapping of the bed. And the Reds are back at you coming up later on tonight. And a lot of you guys are really excited about telling me, ah, I told you the Reds weren't any good. No, no, I told you what would happen. You could see it. I enjoyed July. Check that. I enjoyed June. Not so much July, but I enjoyed June. And I'm not going to let this downslide, which we have seen here recently, I'm not going to let it spoil that month. It's the most fun I've had watching baseball with my favorite team in years. I said all the way back to 1990, at least with my recollection. Reds Pirates, 7.05 tonight. Cubs Blue Jays, 7.07 on the Major League Baseball schedule. You have a variety of games later on tonight in terms of the NFL preseason schedule this evening, too. If you're keeping track, you got Atlanta, Miami, Green Bay, and the Bengals tonight, the Giants and the Lions. All these, by the way, are 7 o'clock starts. Steelers and Buccaneers, a 7.30 get-together for the Commanders and the Browns. Later on this evening, Broncos and Cardinals from Glendale, Arizona. That's underway, and at 10 o'clock. And then, of course, coming up tomorrow, we'll be talking about the Bills and the Colts a little bit. Bob Kravitz, top of the hour, two three nine ten seventy is the number. Tim is up first today. Tim, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you, John. How are you doing?
0: Tim, I could not be better. I appreciate you asking. What's up?
3: Um, I had a question about mm-hmm. uh, how do you feel that with uh, um, general manager – Ballard. Yeah. How is that going to go down with him? I guess with the new quarterback, I guess he, he has a lot of uh, leeway on Correct. that with him. Uh, yes. So what What would be, like, the worst-case scenario for him, you know, going forward? Because we got a lot of other issues also. I mean, obviously, because we're not even looking at those with, with contracts, with with, uh, um, you know, the running back and the linebackers and stuff. But what, what do you think? Like, does he have a three-year leash, basically?
0: I believe that he's going to be here for at least three years. And you ask what the worst-case scenario for him would be is, from the outset, this, this year and then going into next is a no-hope disaster. And I'll be honest with you, that's the lone way. He's going to be in any trouble, and you're going to say, well, wait a minute, why shouldn't he be? Well, because the owner made that decision. That was the choice of the owner. I think everybody here, Tim, including yourself, you know where I stand as far as Chris deserving a reboot after six years. But it doesn't matter what I think, what you think, what anybody else thinks. The owner gave him that reboot. So it has to be an absolute disaster. I mean, disastrous. Like, there is no way in the world Anthony Richardson is going to be this long-term quarterback of the future type of stuff after two years for him not to get a third. So, That's the worst so case once, for him.
3: So once they gave, uh, so once they signed Anthony Richardson, I mean, which I realized, like, if you, if you have a new quarterback, it's like even they almost, like, just did a whole thing on the other people yes. that he had done.
0: Yeah. Oh, they, they got a new coach? You got what you believe to be a long-term quarterback. And evidently what Jim Mercer did not want to do is to do all three of those major portions of his organization, of his team at once. He wanted to make sure that he held strong with somebody. And and clearly Jim believes in Chris Ballard much stronger than, than what we do right now. But, yeah, make no mistake about it, he's going to get three years unless there is just an absolute disaster. In this next year and into next year. He's definitely going to get three.
3: Oh, that's nice. So, he, uh, how many years we got then?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, he's had six already. This will be seven and eight and nine. And, I, 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 you know, I've asked this before, too. I, I can't off the top of my head. I, I, I guess – You know, maybe the Brown family in Cincinnati, the the decision maker, the general manager, the player personnel, or whatever the case might be for anybody in the NFL. I cannot remember somebody with less results hanging on this long without there being being, a change. It has been it's been an amazing thing. There's
3: no doubt. Wow, that's exactly well. Matt, I, I kind of knew what you were thinking about, and that's what kind of what I thought. I was like, "Oh wow, yeah. man, I, that's that's great on a job that can do that."
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, and, and and people say, "Oh, you know what? You guys enable nobody's enabling that." I mean, this came down. <laughs> no. This came down to the owner. I mean, the owner, the owner needed to believe in somebody, and among those around him, including Jeff Saturday, by the way, among those around him, that he truly had that belief in. He stayed strong with Chris Ballard. That was his absolute decision. And, again, it would have to be utter disaster this year and next for him not to make a third. Right. And well, I, yeah. I, I, you look at the stats, and I don't know where we've seen that. It's unprecedented, it would seem.
3: That's cool. That's, that's kind of what I always wanted to think. <laughs> is we, we, I knew we were getting away from talking about uh, um, uh, Yeah. Uh, him again, but it was like on Yeah, got, i don't like, I don't a know three.
0: Tim how cool it is. i listen it'd be cool if they start, you know realizing all of this crap that they've talked about over the years and never delivered, you know, that, would be, that would be cool right now. And, you know, you just have – you really have no choice other than to, if you're a Colts fan and you want to see them win, believe in the direction in which they're going right now, even though that direction and the architect of that direction has not paid off at all so far. So there's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot to prove if you're Chris and this organization in general right now.
3: Oh yeah! All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate you taking. Tim, my call. I think you need to call
0: anytime. Thank you very much. This is from the lovely Jeanette B. Janvier. You're a movie and music lover. I watched Young Guns last night. Not my first time, but just over five minutes into it, the guy said exactly the same lyrics from what '90s hip hop classic. Regulators, mount up. Yeah. Warren G. and Nate Dogg regulate? Yes. I believe Jeanette B., the actor's name, was Casey Samasco. And he talks about earning your keep being a regulator in young guns. It's basically a 10-second speech, I guess, that he does. That they utilized in Warren G. and Nate Dogg Regulate. I believe the actress is Casey Samasco. But yes, that is from Young Guns. And that goes into, Reg- I think Regulate came out in 1994. And by the way, the Janvi takeovers tomorrow night, let me tell you this. DJ Skids, who is going to be out. I'll give you a little bit more knowledge about what we're going to do on site. What's up, fellas? That Vince Carter jersey is top notch right there, brother. That's well done. But we're going to be at. Mystic Waters coming up for the first time are going to be out on location for the JMV Takeover and on that Friday night after this show on that Friday night DJ Skids is going to come up there and bring his music system and do some DJ work on that Friday night I'll tell you a little bit more about that because I want to make sure you guys rent the cabins and you join us up there for that Labor Day weekend which I am dubbing the weekend bender the weekend bender at Mystic Waters coming up Labor Day weekend But DJ Skids has a great JMV Takeover mini mix that goes between I Keep Forgetting by Michael McDonald, which is the sample that is used from Warren G. and Nate Dogg in Regulate. And it is a tremendous mini mix. Tell you what, I'll play that for you coming up tomorrow night, too, on the JMV Takeover. Quick break. We shall return. Bob Kravitz going to join us on the other side. His thoughts on tomorrow moving forward, Colts preseason, and all of the above with Bob Kravitz. Bob's going to join us coming up on the other side. Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino. We're in Anderson. Dan Patch Stakes later on tonight. That race is underway with a $300,000 purse at 1048 this evening. Every 20 minutes there is going to be a support race come up and enjoy it it's going to be packed and a great Friday night here in Anderson Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino in Anderson with 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan
5: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you
2: the Ride with JMV. Just an average guy with exceptional hair. 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino in Anderson. Dan Pat Stakes tonight, 1048. Oh, I got one right here. Thank you very much. I may need a refresher a little bit later. Dan Patch tonight. 10:48 supporting races up until then. I'm going to be out there one for my favorite charity, which is Margaret and the Gang at Teachers Treasures. That's going to happen at some point in the seven o'clock hour for that. But get on up here; it is filling up quick. Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino in Anderson. Luke Bryan tickets. Harris Hoosier Park race of the day here. Your chance to win 50/50 in bedding and dining coming up. Later on in the 5 o'clock hour, and we've got Colts happy hour coming up after 6. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Colts pregame huddle. Me, former wide receiver Bill Brooks, and the Goreman staked out in Buffalo for the first preseason game tomorrow with the point of interest – beginning with the rookie quarterback, Anthony Richardson, getting the start in Buffalo, that first preseason game, to talk about that and more. Bob Kravitz joins us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline, posting on Substack, musings
9: of an old sports rider. Bob, how are you? I am fabulous. Just to, just to know that Gorman is going to be back on the air in short yes. order, it just, just gives me great joy. They can't create enough
0: Marconis. hand out,
9: (laughs) you know i'm I'm actually looking forward to the preseason and you know i mean in the old days if they won a game you got worried about it but i'm really i'm interested to see what this kid's all about and i'm going to be interested to watch his mechanics uh how he gets in and out of the huddle his mastery of the uh, playbook uh as much as they use this is going to be really fascinating I'm going to start right
0: there, too, because I have said this is uh, the most anticipated preseason game that, that maybe we've, we've seen here, certainly in a while. I now, I will go back to when Andrew Luck returned. And remember when in Seattle, back in 18, yes, he took that, that first there. hit from Bobby Wagner, that first hit yep. from Bobby Wagner. That was a pretty damn big moment in an initial preseason game. Um, this is, is bigger than that, considering the mystery regarding Anthony Richardson. You agree? I,
9: I absolutely. Yeah, I mean, look, what, I remember being out. In uh, Seattle for that game, and I remember him taking that shot from Wagner, and he bounced right back up. And you thought, okay, we've 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 taken the next step um, with this with this young man. Um, I mean, we're gonna find out just how far he's come. Um, he's gonna be better in the second game than he is the first game. But you know, let's see him with the first team. I would suspect that he'll be out there for as long as the first team offensive line is out there along with the receivers um, and we'll see what he does. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated to see what he's all about at this point. He put together great practices on Saturday and Sunday uh, of this past week. And uh, he's look, he's looked good. He makes plays that you go, holy crap. And he also makes other plays that make you go, holy crap. What was that? So it'll, it'll be fun to watch.
0: It's Bob Kravitz who joins us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. I'm kind of curious, what makes for you, Shane Steichen has said he'll play a quarter. I don't know what that means, number of series, number of plays, whatever. But what makes this ultimately a good afternoon for Colts fans to be watching for the first
9: time their rookie quarterback? I want to see that the the moment is not too big for him. I mean, you, I mean, people need to keep in mind that while Peyton Manning played forty some odd games in college, this guy played thirteen. So I want to make sure that the moment is not too big. And I realize it's a preseason game, but it's still in Buffalo. There'll still, you know, be a lot of people there. There's all all eyes on Anthony Richardson. Uh, in fact, I got a call from ESPN. They want me to go on their air. Um, after the game tomorrow. And, well. you know, if it was Carson Wentz, they wouldn't care. But it's Anthony Richardson, <laughs> and everybody is interested. All right. Look at that. you got to give yourself the S- musings
0: S- of an old sports writer a little bit of love on ESPN. That's nice. Damn straight. Damn straight. You know who they don't want is me on ESPN, right there. They go, hey, that's okay. We'll keep him where he needs to be, right there. That's a smart move <laughs> by you. Hey, I did want to ask you this. I did want to ask you this before we get back to the Colts for a moment. Uh, your work now. I think you're what, maybe three or so weeks deep into this with Substack yeah. and and working on your own, being your own boss, and all that. And and I heard when Jake and Kevin were talking to you maybe earlier in the week, certainly last week, but they said that you sound reinvigorated. You sound I am enthusiastic now. Is is there been a bit of weight lifted from your shoulders?
9: Yeah, I mean look, you know, the the athletic is a great place to work for a lot of people. You know, and I'm not I'm not trashing them by any stretch of the imagination. For me, it was just hard. They never quite figured out what they wanted from columnists. They never quite figured out what they wanted from me. Um, you know, it was, a, it was just a revolving door of editors and, and philosophies. And it was, yeah, I, I, I'm excited about what I do because I don't think I could have written about going to go see Bruce Springsteen um in in uh in the athletic i just don't think that that would have been a possibility and you know in in the sub stack i write what i want when i want and how i want and yeah you know i'm leaving it up to the readers to decide whether that's good enough to subscribe and so far uh it's been really good are you are you tracking how how are you tracking uh according to your expectations i guess way way beyond all all expectations. I got a call for you, man. from somebody from Substack who said I was like way out ahead of any reasonable expectation. So I'm I'm really pleased and I'm very humbled that people stuck with me and are following me now on Substack. Well, we talked about this before,
0: man, and this is never going to go away. The local angle yeah, that is provided around here, Bob. I mean, when we see the fading of national level radio and national level voices, you know, being being cut here in this case, in a lot of ways, the one yeah. place everybody can always go, Bob, to to hear and to talk about what they care
9: about, it's no place else but here, and you that is always going to be incredibly valuable. Exactly, you can't be too local, and look, you know. Maybe the New York Times has the right um, recipe for getting the athletic uh, to make money uh, by going more national and getting away from the local stuff. I mean, look, they they know what the numbers are, and they understand that cities like Indianapolis don't produce a lot of money. They don't move the needle. But, um, you know, for me, being local is the key. And, you know, we we got the game tomorrow. We got Gene Cady going into the Hall of Fame. Um, You know, we we just got a lot going on here, and that's what I want to write about. And, of course, Bruce Springsteen.
0: Well, and we'll get to that. That's your latest, too. I believe your first time seeing... Bruce Springsteen with Jake Quarry on yeah. Wednesday night at Wrigley Field in Chicago. I saw Bruce Springsteen maybe five or six years ago at the Yum Center uh-huh. in Louisville. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan, but I had a great deal of admiration for him. I thought he was cool, and I liked a lot of his music. I just had never seen you, – you don't really know until you see it. People say, well, I mean, he's the boss for a reason because he works his ass off out there. But you have he no does. idea how hard he works until you actually see it live. It is amazing
9: dude i'm sitting there okay i'm 63 and i'm thinking god my back really hurts these chairs are really hard and this guy's out there he's 10 years older than me and he's a freaking dynamo i mean he he puts on a show that's over three hours and it's just non-stop greatness um so i yeah i i I wish i had his energy man yeah,
0: and no question about that, too. And it just always kind of seems like that's always a must-see thing. And I kind of revert back a year ago. He hung out, I think, for a week with John Mellencamp in Bloomington, was seen at Uptown Cafe and other places as they, as they rode and then performed a, a song, recorded a song together. So it's always kind of cool in Bloomington where you can see dudes like that hanging around. But, man, all-time history, there's no doubt right now and then in the future, he's going to go down as the all-time greatest to ever do it. Well,
9: what was the John Landau uh, uh, line? He said, "I have seen the future of rock and roll, and his name is Bruce Springsteen." Yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm 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 hardcore, and I realize that there are other bands out there, but uh, that that's my guy. And and you know, I think it's really funny. Sports writers love the guy. It, I mean, you yeah. you talk to just about any sports writer, uh, and they'll tell you that Springsteen is there. is is their go-to, you know, on their Spotify. And, yeah, I played golf, a little golf today, and uh, was listening to uh, the Wild, the Innocent, and the East Street Shuffle the entire time. Well, hey, Bob, I will say this. I think it's akin
0: to um, your era of sports writers, are all in agreement regarding Springsteen. It's kind of like, you know, Generation X, which I'm a member of, when you say you love Pearl Jam. I have yet to right, really hear right, anybody right. in Generation X that doesn't absolutely love Pearl Jam. And Springsteen is very similar for your generation
9: as Pearl Jam is to mine. Yeah, it, it's funny. Uh, when, during, uh, I don't know if anybody cares out there, but during, during my, when I was in college, me and a couple of buddies went on a pilgrimage to, to Springsteen Mecca. We went to Freehold High School. We went to the uh, we went to see uh, bands over at uh, the, the Stone Pony. We we did the whole Jersey thing, yeah. Jersey in New York. We went to CBGB. While all our buddies were getting hammered on the beach in Fort Lauderdale, uh, we were getting hammered in New York City.
4: <laughs> yeah,
9: yeah.
0: I mean, that's just that's how meaningful it is. And and again, in the same ride, I've had friends of mine that go to Seattle. You know, and kinda yeah, run that right. gamut of, of bars and cafes that, you know, were sparked interest with the film singles that had Pearl Jam and Allison Chains and you know, right. Nirvana and Kurt Cobain before they all broke. It's just I mean, generationally speaking, I think both of, of those genres of music are very very much the same. Absolutely. So Bob Kravitz with us. You mentioned Gene Cady going into the Hall of Fame. What's
9: this mean to you tomorrow? Well, my 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 funny Gene Katie moment. I I had written late in his career that he kind of he kind of had passed his time had passed, and we're at a press conference. And I ask a question, and Gene, in the nicest way possible, says, "Kravitz, I ought to punch you in the nose." <laughs> and, and I never felt I never felt threatened. I think if Bob Knight had said that, I would have really worried that he was going to punch me in the face. But right. uh, yeah, I, Gene Cady, to me, he's he the epitome of Purdue. He's the epitome of what's right about college basketball. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I was sitting around one day, and he came over that Gene Cady was up for the Hall of Fame or was going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, I should say. And I thought, wait, he's not already in? I had yeah. no idea yeah. that Gene Cady was not already in the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame out in Springfield. And I think it's uh, way overdue for a great, uh, a great dude and an amazing basketball coach.
0: What's funny about that is when he he started at Purdue, you know, most IU fans, you know, over decades would suggest, yeah, I don't like him because of the way that he looks. I don't like him the way that he acts. And it was was so unbeknownst to really anybody how – Cool of a guy that he was, how down to earth that he was. It's just that when he was out there, you know that that was his moment, and that's that's who he was with, with he, others. He was a fighter,
9: man. He yeah. Was a fighter. And then he, and you know, Greg had a good column about him today. Um, I think it was today or maybe yesterday. That he never backed down to IU. He never backed down to uh, Knight. And uh, you think I mean, it's it's a shame for him. It's a shame. For, for Matt Painter, that they never got to the Final Four. Um, you know, I still think Matt's got plenty of time to get there, and he certainly has the team to do it. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's on the resume, but his resume is greater than his, his inability to get to a Final Four.
0: So Bob Kravitz is with us once again. Substack's doing really well. It is uh, the writings of an old sports writer. The musings of the writings. What Did I, did I get that wrong? The, the, mus- musings, the, musings, the musings of the musings. an old sports writer. Yeah, I got you. The yeah, musings of an old sports you. writer. Pretty close. Yeah. I'm just not that bright, so I figured I would mess that up. But it's it's funny. Somebody just called up and asked me this, and I want to get your opinion. Um, to me, I was asked regarding Chris Ballard, you know, what would have to happen for Chris not to make it to a, a third year right now? And I said complete and utter disaster in yeah, yeah. the next two. I, I think I think it would have to be so bad for him not to – to get a third year that I don't even know if Colts fans even want to comprehend that no matter
9: how they feel regarding Chris Ballard. But do you have a similar timeline? It would have to be 1-16, 2-15 bad. You know, they've they've got to show some growth in the next couple of years. Uh, Look, everybody with a brain pan understands they're not going to be any good this year, and they probably won't be terribly good next year. And it's all about getting five on the field and getting him comfortable and getting him to the point where he could lead this football team. And nothing else really matters. Um, so, look, if they win, you know, five games or fewer this year, I just don't think it's going to make any difference in the way uh, Ballard is viewed. Um, but I do think that the year after this coming year, um uh, they need to show some development, some growth. Uh, they got to be getting a little bit better. They can't be sitting there, at, you know, three and fourteen or whatever the record might be.
0: So, yeah, certainly three years, unless there's an absolute disaster coming up, of which I'm sure
9: Colts so. fans would not want. I, I would think so.
0: Not want to have happen. I will ask you this too: Does anybody come to mind as far as a general manager, a team president? of an nfl organization in recent history maybe even in a longer history that has struggled and not gotten the job done to the level in which chris hasn't that is able to maintain in this case going into year number seven
9: I feel like I'm back in the car with Jake
0: Query asking these tough questions. (laughs) Well, that's what we sit around and talk about all the time off
9: the air, yeah. (laughs) I can't think of anybody who's lasted as long as Chris with his record. Let's put it that way. Now, there may be plenty of guys out there. I may be completely talking out of my ear, but um, I I just can't think of too many guys who are going into their seventh year and their, what, third third coach – and their 800th quarterback and has kept their job and probably will keep it for another two to three years. So he's been very fortunate. Um, I think he's been very smart in the way he's played it. He's, uh, he's got Jim Ursay's ear, or ursay has got his ear, by, you know, wh- whichever way you look at it. So, you know, he's a survivor, and um, – they, they've got to. They've got to take some strides here in the next few years. I mean, if this if this kid has a Zach Wilson start to his career, then uh, I think that all bets are off. So uh, yeah, I saw this on
0: Instagram, and I asked some folks. I really didn't know what it meant last night with Jonathan Taylor with his eyeballs no, and no black screen. And I guess sometimes we're kind of left to determine. To decipher, to translate what that means, I have no
9: idea. Do you? Uh, hell no. Um, <laughs> I, it, it's just in the last couple of weeks I started going on Instagram, so I'm now yeah. I got to figure out what guys mean with eyeballs on Instagram. I saw that on Twitter because I I still go on Twitter, and uh, I was like, yeah, I don't know what the hell that means. It, it could mean a contract is coming, or it could mean he's. I have no idea. I, I'd be guessing at this point.
0: What? What's your belief right now? Is is he rehabbing an injury that is oh, hanging no. with him, or <laughs> is he out. just? This is crap. He's just he's just hold. I mean, this is a hold in, is it not? To make sure it, it, yeah, that you get paid. Out.
9: Yeah, 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 yeah. And at some point, uh, it's going to get ugly. And at some point, they're going to start, uh, you know, nailing him, or uh, you know, they're going to start hitting him up for $50,000 a day. And it's just, I think, I just don't see what, what what leverage he has. And I think the Colts hold all the cards here. I'm not saying they're right. I'm not saying Jonathan Taylor is right. That's the weird thing about this is both sides have a really good uh, argument to make. Uh, but I think when you look at pure leverage, I think the Colts have that in spades. Yeah, is there going to come a point though where
0: Jim Merce is going to have to, you think, double back and revisit the whole trading thing, or are they just going to be dug in enough to say the hell with it and just roll with it here?
9: Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I you know, I'd like to see, I'd like to see an adult enter the room, and yeah. uh, when I say that, I mean Chris Ballard. And it, it seems to me there's there's a middle ground here where you do a one year or maybe a two year deal. Um, for, you know, for more money, you know, for the, for the Saquon Barkley type of numbers were 10, 11, $12 million. Um, you know, look, this guy is terribly underpaid at 4.3. He's outplayed his rookie contract just the way that, uh, that Shaquille Leonard and uh, Quentin Nelson and Braden Smith and all those other guys did. So I understand why he's upset, but, he doesn't have the leverage right now, and I'll be interested to see what uh, what happens now after seeing those eyeballs on on Instagram.
0: I know we heard that they, a contract was offered and then no contract get-together happened between Kareem Hunt and the Colts a couple of days ago. Do you think that that was legit, a legit overture? Do you believe that contract situation that was offered, or do you think that was more a shot
9: at Jonathan Taylor saying, hey, look, this is what we can do if we want to? I think they're desperate for running backs. I mean, you know, why why would you take a chance on bringing in a guy with with Kareem Hunt's background, and we all know about his off-the-field stuff. Why would you even float that if you weren't serious about signing him? I mean, you could have you could have gone after just about anybody else and, and made this point, but yeah, Kareem Hunt's got you know domestic violence issues and videos and all kinds of awful stuff, and I don't see them taking that chance just to play games with with Jonathan Taylor, to be honest with you. I, 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 too,
0: it completely goes against their stance. If they believe that Jonathan Taylor is disposable and they're concerned about his health and production this year don't want to pay him any more, why in the world would you jump into this? Because you'd be concerned about his production, You don't really want to pay him. And you have this guy that if you just made him a little bit happy, would seem like maybe you could mend some fences that are going on here. I I just don't even understand the inquiry, even if you need bodies. They got a camp body in Jason Huntley. That's what they needed to do. But the flirtation with Kareem Hunt, to me, was ridiculous.
9: Yeah, I mean, I did not. You know, I, I was getting ready to write about it, and then they decided not to. Who, somebody decided not somebody. to go through with it, but somebody, but, um, yeah, I it just, it made no sense that you would, you know, make a play for a guy with his background. And look, I, you know, I, I'm not asking them all to be choir boys. I mean, uh, I understand that, uh, you want guys who are just going to be ready to go, uh, on Sunday, but yeah, it didn't make much sense to me, but, you know, I think they were serious about it and, you know, he, he was, at another place and with another team, talking with another team, I should say. And they said, get your butt to Indianapolis. And so, yeah, I think they were very serious about the whole thing. Bob Kravitz
0: on Substack. You can find his work, musings of an old sports writer. His latest is with regards to being at Wrigley Field and checking out Bruce Springsteen with Jake Quarry. What was more fun, watching Springsteen or the ride to and
9: from In the same car with Jake Query. What was better? I'll tell you what, it's pretty close. You know, I'm going to start calling Query the boss, you know. Query's got an amazing mind and a a really, really big heart. And if he runs for mayor, I'm going to vote for him. (laughs) Did you guys stop and get fireworks or porn or anything on the way or on the way back? No, no, no. But, uh... Yeah, then what's what's that place? Is it Roselawn? Yeah, uh, Roselawn, yeah. Nudes nudes are popping or some weird thing? I don't know. Yeah,
4: friends of mine used
9: to go up there every year when they had
0: their little festival of nudity up there and invited all the uh, porn chicks. Friends of mine used to take pictures. Oh, God. I've got pictures of a different era. Uh, you know, wow. you, you can tell it's a different era with
9: the I pictures. Don't hear, I don't want to hear any more
0: <laughs> about this. None. Zero. Roselawn, it is. Roselawn, yeah. okay. Rose Lawn. it is, man. All right, buddy. Hey, congratulations on the success so far. Keep that thing going. Thank you, buddy. All right, sure will. Take care, So man. Bob Kravitz right there. Substack. So That's where you're going to find his work. Musings of an old sports writer. Mike Poe is in the house right here. Thank you. I'm good. Thank you very much. So, yeah, I'm hanging. Uh, we're at Hoosier Park Racing and Casino in Anderson. Well, we got the Hoosier Park Race of the Day coming up. I've got uh, Luke Bryant tickets to give away as well. I've got to remind you about Labor Day weekend, our weekend bender. That's yeah, not too far away as well. Just down the road in Pendleton at Mystic Waters. That and more coming up. Also, Colts Happy Hour, top of the hour. It is the Dan Pat Stakes tonight. Goes off at 1048. A lot of support racing every 20 minutes or so. Coming up here at Harris Hoosier Park Racing at Casino in Anderson. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.
5: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you
2: the ride with jmv let me have a
0: diablo sandwich of dr pepper and make it fast i'm gonna f- damn
2: hurry 93.5 and 107.5 the fan
0: i just saw margaret sheehan in the house from teachers treasures to love it luke bryan's playing right now number nine two three nine ten seven is gonna go see luke bryan later on this month through off home mortgage music center Oh, our guy Cam, the engineer here, is going to go see Godsmack and Sully tomorrow night and Aaron Lewis and Stain. By the way, Aaron Lewis is a good dude. He's a great interview. Sully, I don't know. Probably. Godsmack or Stain tomorrow night for you? yeah, Yeah, Stain. Uh, Luke Bryan tickets, number 9239107. Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino at Anderson. Rick Moore rejoins us, the general manager here. All right, Rick, lay it out. What are we doing tonight John, for Dan Pat's John, we got
8: to have the official uh, post draw for your race, for your charity race. Oh, for race my tonight. charity race, with so, Margaret
0: Sheehan of Teacher's Treasures.
8: So here. what we're going to let you do, we're going to let you draw the charities and the celebrities like yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to draw the post positions, and that's where you guys will start tonight. Okay. You got a name here? Yep, just pick one out there. Uh-oh. Hold on one second
0: Here's our national anthem. We do not talk over the national anthem on this show. Rick Moore rejoins us right now, Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino in Anderson. So I have the names. You're going to draw
8: the name okay. of the celebrity and the driver. And gotcha. I'm going to. All right. Pick.
0: Um, Town Line Shady Boy.
8: Okay. Right here. And that's going to be John DeLong mm-hmm. oh, uh, sorry. Our driver. John
0: DeLong, uh, Emmy Hildebrand, helping veterans and families. Post position four, John. Post position four. Next we have Quick and Shady, drivers Atley Bender, and JMV for Teacher's Treasures. Post position number one,
8: Woo! John. That's what I'm talking number about. number one,
0: brother. All right. That's good, right?
8: Oh, oh yeah. I mean, that's good. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: First in line, drivers, Joey Putnam, Melissa Peregrine, Indiana Center for Prevention of Youth Abuse and Suicide. Post position two. That's awesome! All right, third and final one. Check that. Fourth and final one. Great image. Drivers: Trace Tedrick, Roy Dinges, and New Vocations Horse Adoption Program. Post position three, John.
8: Love it right there. There we go. That's awesome, buddy. There we go, brother. Right yeah, after the fourth race I'm number tonight. one right here. You're number one. You're always number one.
0: I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get out of Colts Happy Hour. Go right down there we're, and get rolling.
8: We're gonna be waiting for you.
0: I, thank you so much. Thank this you, is John. Awesome. Thank you, John. Hey, Post position. Number one for the show coming up later on tonight here. Harris Hoosier Park Racing and Casino. This is an Andrew. Thanks again, Rick. I appreciate that. That's awesome, right there. Saw Margaret Sheehan of Teacher's Treasures a little bit earlier, too. Post position number one is what we are doing this evening. Absolutely outstanding. Hey, Damon sent me this, and this is a heads up. I retweeted this. JMV, can you retweet or announce I have four Indians tickets tonight? Fifth row behind home plate, 7 5 with fireworks. (laughs) Free to whomever can message me. So I retweeted that if you guys want to go to the Indians game courtesy of one hell of a dude in Damon Dobbs. uh, You can certainly do that right now. Do that right now. He'll hook you up with those tickets for that Indians game coming up later on tonight. Absolutely outstanding. This is going to be fun here. No doubt about that. Speaking of which, we have the Harris Harajusa Park race of the day coming up. Uh, Tony's going to rejoin here for a final moment here at the end of the show. So I tell you what, James, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll go ahead and get Tony back on and tie up all the loose ends on this show. A couple of things before we hit this break. Colts happy hour top of the hour, of course, we got that for you. And then I'll be here at Harrow's Hoosier Park Racing and Casino until after our charity race. Then tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., the Colts pregame huddle, preseason game in Buffalo. Me, former Colts wide receiver Bill Brooks and the gore Man from Buffalo that begins at 10 a.m. right here tomorrow morning on the fan and I'll do this probably one more time but a shout out for Jay Query who is moving to the middays here on the fan that announcement was made today 9 a.m. and Kevin Bowen who has been awesome is staying on the morning show and Andy Sweeney from Louisville is coming in to co-host with Kevin Bowen. I believe that begins, James, when is that? The 21st? Of August is that accurate? Twenty first, I believe so. Of August, yeah, twenty first of August, and uh, we'll get Andy on the show. I believe coming up a week from today when we do our back nine golf outing, I'll get Andy on the show with me, and we'll introduce him to you. He is a good dude. I've met him at a Houston Final Four, had some lunch with he and uh, the other guys down in Louisville. Good group down there, and Andy's a good dude. You're going to like him a great deal. That's Andy Sweeney and Kevin Bowen in the morning, and our friend Jake Query from noon until three in the middays right here that announcement made a little bit earlier you guys are going to love that all right other side we'll get to the harris hoosier park race of the day and more news involving this show on labor day weekend not too far from where i'm sitting right now it's going to be called the weekend bender get into that coming up on the other side ninety-three five one zero seven five, 107 5 the fan
2: the ride with jmv
1: and you can tell rolling stone magazine that my last words were i'm on drugs
2: 93.5 and 107.5 the fan
0: get her over here hey hey oh we're back hey hi how harris is your park race of the day James has confidently sent me the winner. Nathan Helm. I know Nathan very well. Congratulations. At a girl Danny paid off at four sixty on the $2 bet, the $2 exact to pay $20. 50 cent trifecta went for $40.35. That's your Harris Hoosier Park week ending race of the day. Harris Hoosier Park racing at Casino and Anderson has live standard bread racing through December the 8th. Keep tuning in to this show and watch my Twitter feed. At JMB 1070 for your chance to win with the race of the day right here on the fan. I thought that Tony Renz was going to rejoin, but Tony Renz is not here right now. But I want to get Tony back on before the end of the show to make sure he sets things up. I can partially do so. Good to see you, man. Uh, Tonight, the Dan Pat Stakes rolls off, which is probably the wrong term to use. At around 10.48, now they have a variety of support races leading up to every 20 minutes broken down by the awesome Emily Gaskin. So you're going to have plenty of opportunities just to have a load of fun here, and this place is stacking up right now with folks. And then coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour... Uh, We're going to have a charity event race where I'm going to be a part of as well. And, of course, my charity, Margaret's around here too. My charity is Margaret Sheehan and our friends. I love you, educators and teachers, from Teachers' Treasures. And that is coming up, I think, sometime at the 7 o'clock hour. I have Colt's happy hour that rolls here at the top of the hour for an hour on this show. And then uh, I'll be down there and ready to rock And I guess you could call that the race of the day with me as a part of it, too. I don't really know what I'm going to be doing. I know Tony Wren said, we got to gear you up. (laughs) Now, I've been told that before, not in this many terms. But we'll find out exactly what I have to do to do that coming up but not should be fun and i gotta thank harris who's park always having me out It is always a blast coming here and you know regardless of what's going on you always got the sports book in front of you right now uh the casino is undergoing renovations while still in operation form and it looks absolutely fantastic so come up here and make a night of it make a weekend of it if you can with harris hoosier park racing and casino and anderson and again our race of the day nathan helm congratulations that's 50 50 in betting and dining from right here harris hoosier park in anderson i'd mention this a little bit too because coming up a couple of weeks from now come on sit down here tony We are going to be down at Mystic Waters. Now, if you've been in and around I-69, you know Mystic Waters, right at the Pendleton exit. Lakes there. uh, Cabins you can rent there. But for the first time in the three-year history of the JMV Takeover, which, by the way, is tomorrow night on B105.7, we will be taking the show out. And when the engineer, Cam says do you know how you're going to do that? And my answer was, I don't. That always makes me laugh a little bit because I don't know how we're going to do it, but we are going to do it for the first time and we're going to make it a weekender i like to call it the weekend bender on friday of labor day weekend we're going to be doing this show live at mystic waters and then when i am done after colt's happy hour dj skids will come on and he will dj until we're done And then on Saturday, we'll do the JMV Takeover live from Mystic Waters. We're going to spend the entire weekend up there. And I would love to see you all there and spend the weekend with me there. So you can go to Mystic Waters via social media or online and reserve your cabin today. I would love to see all of you up there. It is going to be a fantastic weekend at Mystic Waters. And again, go to their website and secure your cabin for our weekend bender with Heaven Hill Distillery and more. That is coming up a couple of weeks, I think, from now. Maybe even more than that. I'm not quite sure. But Labor Day weekend is when we're going to do that. Mystic Waters off of I-69 at the Pendleton exit. Of course, yes, Brent Halverson, our betting analyst, will firmly be a part of that. Also, a friend of Brent Halverson, Tony Renz, rejoins us now here at Harajuku Park Racing and Casino uh, in Anderson. So what time am I going to get underway with the charity race? Uh, that is going to go off at about 7.20.
1: 7.20. Yep. So right when you get done with the uh, Colts Happy Hour, yep. about 7 o'clock, we're, we're going right to rush you right down to the paddock, get you geared up. Now, look, okay, you ready. said I got
0: to get geared up. So I feel like I'm geared up right now. So what <laughs> what uh, what happens with me getting geared up? They'll put on a chest protection on chest, you. okay. They'll put a helmet on. Helmet? Give you, yeah, you get a helmet and goggles. Is it going to be one of those helmets that makes me look like the Great Gazoo from the Flintstones? Looks like <laughs> my, my dome is really big and it's a little tiny helmet kind of thing? No, no. no. You're going to like this. I love fantastic. it. Helmet and goggles, and it, what's the chest protection for? It's just in case you were to fall off at
1: some point. <laughs> <laughs> now th- these horses, they'll, they'll go about 35 miles an hour, but in this I'm gonna race, be going 35 no, miles an hour. No, oh. in this race they'll probably do about 20. Okay, they're, they're going to take it down a level. Really? No, you're going to come off, John, and the
0: smile is going to be ear to ear. Well, I told Rick Moore my major concern is the horse being able to pull me. Do oh, we have a strong. Do we have a very strong equine down there ready to... Is that right? Equine? Ready to pull me? These horses are equine athletes. I just... I don't want to end up like Kevin James and trying no. to water ski and grown-ups. No, no you're going to be a, fine. You're the horse you grunting fine. and groaning you 'll have down a, the backstretch. You'll have that. a
1: world-class driver <laughs> with you, alongside of you. They're going to take care of you. You're, like I said, you're going to come off smiling and have the time of your life.
0: That helmet's going to make me look like the great gazoo right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, again, 10:48 tonight for what is going to be the Dan Patch? 30th edition. The 30th edition for that, too. Um, Explain to people why they should get here, what time they should get here. Uh,
1: So that first race is going to go off uh, 6.15 is the post. It'll go off about 6.23 is the first race. We've got 15 races on. The Dan Patch is the 13th. We've got several stakes races building up to that. Uh, we have our Charity Challenge two seater. Uh, we have our Charity Challenge Internet Auction. Oh, wow. I'm going to send you that link. There are some Internet Auction items on there. Uh, a trip to Las Vegas to go see any concert you want. A trip to Las Vegas to go to a Raiders game. The Colts and the Raiders New Year's Eve. Yes. Here with their tickets on there. a Peyton Manning signed football. So there's some great items on there for everyone to go on. And all that money, 100% of it, is going to four charities.
0: And you're going to also be Mystic Waters that weekend, Absolutely. Too, Labor Day weekend? Absolutely. Oh, boy. Because yeah. you know that's going to be a blast, too. Hey, that's right down the street from me. Thank you for always having us, you and Rick and everybody here. Gene, who was up here a little bit earlier, you guys are always great. Hey, always love to have you, John. We appreciate you so much. 10.48, Dan Patch, later on tonight. Plenty of support races. Until then, get out here. Harris Hoosier Park Racing at Casino in Anderson. Thanks, Tony. The great Tony Wrens right there. Also a reminder of the racing this weekend. Graham Rahal on the pole tomorrow for the IndyCar race. That's in front of the Xfinity Series race. That is tomorrow at IMS. And then coming up with the Cup Series on Sunday. Remember 30 years ago, it was Jeff Gordon battling it out with Ernie Irvin. It was a much different landscape the first time nascar raced at ims jeff gordon was the winner and man was that a tremendous deal just kind of think about that year 30 years ago and that race and that battle with gordon and ernie irvin and then over the years and just where it is now compared to where it was because 30 years ago I mean, you had summertime, small town, Indiana festivals being moved because everybody that used to go to the festivals, they were going to that NASCAR race. Incredible. 30 years. And that battle between Jeff Gordon and Ernie Irvin 30 years ago is a celebration of this weekend, too. And by the way, too, over at Raceway Park tonight. Uh, ARCA race. I'm assuming the ARCA race is going on. The weather out here looks okay. I'm assuming in Claremont it's okay as well. Say hello to Blake. Blake's out there with Brian Neer, the greatest insurance agent of all time, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance, asking me if you want to have the best with you. Uh, They're out there watching the ARCA race and the truck series race later on tonight out at Raceway Park. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., you have got the Colts pregame huddle. That is with me, Bill Brooks. And the Goreman coming up tomorrow, 10 a.m. right here on the Fan for the Colts pregame huddle. JMV takeover tomorrow night, six until midnight. B one o five point seven. Cam, thank you, Olivia. Without a lot of sleep, is awesome as always. Right there. Coming up next, we continue moving forward. Colts preseason game one with the Bills. The Colts happy hours coming up on the other side. Don't go anywhere. Ninety-three five one o seven. Five the Fan.